0: the world, my name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Commands official podcast. I'd like to welcome you in for the October State of the Game address. Community Manager Panic will be here. We're going to see if we can uh, if we can hog tie Aries into joining us as well. <laughs> and we got some stuff to talk about. Questions that are burning. New events that have popped. And I'm very very excited to talk all about it today with the man. Who can give us the insight His name is Panic, he's a Scopely community manager And we're going to get with him Coming up in just moments In just moments he joins the show Let's see who is hanging out with us Here in our Talking Trek server sound off. Medieval Knight starts us off today Server 13, welcome in Representing Jerry Ryan on 146 Bernard, server 28, Lord Farquaad 147, welcome in Kukar on 17, Indy Dandy 31, server 31 Miss Harley Quinn also on 31 Maverick Cat on Server 26. Welcome in to the show. Beglin on Server 32. Gothic Marty, Server 196. Hudson on 146. Doc31 on Server 32. Appreciate you being here. Moderator Truck and Chick on Server 26. Hank on the flagship server. Server 15. That's right. Raxnar and Callus joining from Server 8. Appreciate you being here. Wicked Witch, also a moderator, joining us today on Server 15. Commander Taylor joining us from the desert wasteland that is Server server 192. Hey, Sliver Server for 133. Welcome Metal on server 8. Molly Weasley on server 21. Killer Orange on 17. Angie Baby on server 32. Appreciate you being here. Blokimon on server 134. What's up? Gregor, the dude Harley Quinn on server 9. Appreciate you being here. Hydra, server 32. Mr. Fusion on 15. Just the Doctor, server 37. Jberg on 32. Easy, server 15. What's up? Sub DJ? What's going on? Dahagas? server 16. Appreciate you being here. Karkin on 15. Teen, Moxavian. Moxavian on server 32. Tequila Mac on 163. Quackfu on 31. Lasky on 129. Tamil on server 32. Ape on server 21 wade's farm on server 16 lady cast joining us from server 15 welcome into the show chronic break on server 18 be ready on 196 obi-wan Kenobi. love your name man i never get tired of saying that name obi-wan Kenobi <laughs> on server 15 appreciate you guys uh welcome in to the show uh, vgo says what's up with the audio i don't know uh looks good on my end you having problems with uh, with audio I think the audio is working okay on my side. It looks like Panic has already joined the chat room. We're going to get him in uh, voice here in just a couple of moments. Welcome in, everybody. Your mics are potted up, and I would like to welcome you to Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. My name is Ultimate DJs. I am your host, and I am also reader of the news. Yes, it's time. Stupid news. It is time to get into the stupid news. Ladies and gentlemen, let's find out what's going on across the world as we have precisely eight minutes. Eight minutes to get to Community Manager Panic. Yes, Steve. Thank you, Steve. VGO, VGO, maybe, maybe hop out and hop back in because it, it seems to be working okay on my side and, and for everybody else. All right, so maybe hop out. We've got a very, very full room today, so do your best to uh, to stick around with it, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Your first story today comes from the Panhandle state of Florida. A uh, this was actually documented, folks. A rare two-headed snake was discovered by a family's cat down in Florida. Uh, A funeral will be held for the cat this coming Thursday (laughs) A two-headed snake Yeah, a real thing Pictures are online Billionaire casino mogul Sheldon Adelson Is exploring the possibility of selling the Sands Hotel in Las Vegas I'm surprised he used the word exploring Because you really never end up with any money Really? You never end up with money when you explore in Vegas. Like, let's explore the bars. Let's go explore the blackjack table. Let's explore the strip at 3 o'clock in the morning. Let's explore the ATM. (laughs) <laughs> this joke can go on for three days, and the punchline is rehab. there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a U.K. judge is going to rule on the Johnny Depp uh, wife-beater accusation uh, coming up on November 2nd, settling the explosive libel case against Amber Heard. If Johnny wins, get ready for a party like nothing you've ever seen. If Johnny loses, uh, get ready for Pirates of the Caribbean 12 through 22. It's, it's all on the slate. Uh, Folks, the LAPD is looking for a group of thieves who burglarized the set of the Conan O'Brien show. They're believed to be hiding somewhere no one would ever want to go, like the set of the Jimmy Kimmel show. (laughs) Perhaps. A surveillance video showed that uh, that one man appeared to be cut and bruised that they caught on camera. They don't know if that's from the break-in or if he just worked for the Allen Show. <laughs> BuzzFeed is in the news, Gregor. Uh, I don't know if you heard about this. BuzzFeed in a little bit of financial trouble and now cutting... $30 million in operating expenses in an attempt to break even for the year 2020. They made the uh, they made the announcement in a new list titled 20 Signs That You're Adulting. Uh, yeah, but trying to balance the budget, cutting $30 million. Cutting the money from different areas deemed non-essential, they say, meaning the break room is going to look very, very different. From now on, employees uh, will only have access to essential items like weed and Funyuns in the break room there. Uh, <laughs> Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator Mike Nolan is being mocked after accidentally rubbing his eyes with hot sauce during a conference call. Uh, now he knows what Cowboys fans feel like watching the games. <laughs> uh, yeah, you saw that. To put it in condiment terms, huh, I got jokes. Hold on. To put it in condiment terms, his defense has not cut the mustard and the team has been playing ketchup all year. I apologize if you don't relish my jokes, Gregor. That's good, right? It's good. Don't relish the jokes. Um, (laughs) Finally, finally. I I I got one or two more. All right. Joe Biden confused Donald Trump with George W. Bush during an interview this past week in which he said the country cannot take four more years of George. People are giving him a hard time. But in fairness... He, we think that he uh, probably meant George Washington as, you know, they were roommates in college. Uh, finally, <laughs> the New York Jets announced. New York Jets announced that they are sticking with Sam Darnold as the team's starting quarterback for the foreseeable future. They also announced that they're changing their mascot to a white flag. <laughs> yes, that's your stupid news. <laughs> you got That's funny, right? The white flag. That's their new mascot, Gregor. That's it. That's it, that's what they're doing Welcome into the show, everybody uh, are, we, are we okay with audio? I'm not hearing very many people pipe in Gregor, you, uh, oh, you hanging good. out with us? You're good, buddy. There you you're are good. What's up, buddy? Welcome Yes, QuackFoo says Well, at least it lived up to its name today Thank you, thank you Thank you, thank you, you. Alright, folks um, <laughs> It's the white flag, one. that was good all right, folks. Today, today is the October State of the Game. Today we have Community Manager Panic with us, and uh, I don't know—is he actually in the room already? Is he here? Is Community Manager Panic with us? He is indeed. So, moderators, you have uh, you have very quick work to do, folks. At this point, let's move over into our interview room. Okay, I know that it's a lot of clicking. It's the room right directly below this one. Panic, I'll get you moved, buddy. Don't go anywhere. We're going to move Panic down to the interview room where I will transition there as well. You guys, join us down in the interview room and here we are in the interview room so you guys uh, come on in and at this point i would like to go ahead and welcome my esteemed colleague and co-host gregor make sure you've got a good mic check there gregor you with us i'm here brother very good uh is big country with us uh big country i don't know if he's actually in the room or not but uh, you've got speaking privileges here as well and of course ladies and gentlemen time for our esteemed guest of honor Our colleague and community manager from Scopely World Gaming International Headquarters, Domesticated, LLC Incorporated. (laughs) Hi. There he is. (laughs) Community manager Panic is with us. Welcome to the show. Can you believe it's been an entire, uh, another month? I mean, and it's at the end of the month, right? October 28th. Somehow time got away from us this month. As a matter of fact, it was, uh, I think, last Thursday or Friday. I said, hey, gosh, the month is almost up. Uh, we need to get you on the show, right? <laughs> we, didn't- we gave uh, we gave Aries a bit of uh, air action, so that's right. You know what? That's what that's what did it. We we took your normal slot and we gave it mm-hmm. to Ares Yeah. So uh, yeah, let's uh, let's briefly mention Ares How's he doing? Is he with us today, or is he? Is he's he's, uh, he's going to join. He said he's he's going to join a bit later, but uh, for just a bit of banter. But yeah, he's doing he's doing well. A little bit of banter. Okay, fun. Fun times. Uh, Listen, so I appreciate you being here. Welcome, Community Manager Panic Poop King. Uh, is here with us uh, this afternoon, and we've got we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, let me first start like we always do, Panic. Uh, we always begin this segment with an opportunity for you to speak to your constituents, right? For you to have an opportunity to speak to the community and uh, kind of let them know what you guys are working on. It has been kind of a busy month, right? We've had a couple of firsts, we've had a couple of new things. Why don't you tell us what's going on at Scopely HQ? Dum 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 dum. Right. So, my uh, my poop minions,
1: I would like to address you with uh, all the good things that we're doing at Scopele. So. As you guys know, we obviously re- released the roadmap uh, about three weeks ago. Um, I think this encapsulates most of the work that we're doing when it comes to content itself. Um, I promised another document that I have failed to produce as of yet, but it will coming will come soon, which is a document that will be based on the issues and bugs that we've seen in the game. Um, obviously, a lot of these have been tackled. Some, some are still there. Some are lingering. We know that. And uh, I'd like to give uh, also a... To uh, to all the players, a, b- a brief understanding of uh, what's happening on that front. Um, nevertheless, uh, we are still moving forward with a lot of these um, uh, uh, initiatives. Uh, the one com- the one currently slated coming very soon is obvious, is of course territory capture, and um, something we're going to be I'm going to be releasing an article about that in the next in the following days. So. Uh, going to be fun just to give players as well an understanding i know there are a lot of questions around how territory capture is going to be working and what's going to be happening there but um i promise um the team is also uh, we're really committed to bringing a product to the players where we're giving them as much information as we can beforehand so they can wrap their head around what's going on and they can understand it and ask their questions i'll be there i'll be available throughout the whole um uh, launch of it and even the pre-launch to answer all the questions and try get players up to speed because it's quite a big release the, the team have done a lot of work on this it's very exciting um, and it's only the beginning as well so this is iteration one we'd like to call it of territory capture and obviously depending on the feedback of our of players and how the how the game is played we're going to obviously either make some tweaks here and there changes we're going to have more releases coming
0: in so yeah exciting times for sure it does sound really exciting now you had you you mentioned here just seconds ago you said that territory capture is coming very soon and and ironically this was a feature that i didn't even ask you about you started a topic here on territory capture does this mean that this one is maybe the first one that we're going to see out of the roadmap announcement that you you launched here a few weeks ago is territory capture next yes yes it's uh,
1: stated as the next uh, big release that we're going to be having. The for next the game. big release. Do you guys
0: hear that? <laughs> The next big release, he says. The next big release. Okay, so now this actually, you know, guys, listen, we gave Panic a little bit of grief last time, and he came with nuggets for us. He came with nuggets for us this time because that wasn't even on my list. Uh, So you're saying Territory Capture is the next big release. Um, Are you able to tell me any more than that? Do we have a time frame on Territory Capture yet? We don't have a time frame yet because um, I can't promise dates. Obviously
1: nothing is still nothing is slated 100%. We know that it's uh, we know that it's the next one that's coming soon. Um, but you know how things work like we, sure. the team is still trying to figure out some some issues here and there. We're trying to uh, correct some stuff that's happening. We're trying to basically because Territory Capture, we feel, is going to be such a big initiative, there's uh, obviously some issues that we want to try and mitigate as fast, as as soon as possible. So it's as seamless as it's possible for all players. So an exact date for me is impossible to say right now. But what I can say is that it's nearly there. It's nearly done. And uh, we'll have more updates for you guys really soon on exactly how it's going to be working now. Um, Whatever, like obviously the, the high level of what territory capture is, is basically that we'll have, uh, there's going to be a system, uh, there's going to be certain new systems within the map, it's actually going to be um, situated within deep space, or at least the area of deep space, but um, I think players from level 20 plus or something like that, around those lines will can enter that, uh, that region. So even though it is deep space it's going to be working differently when it comes to warp ranges and um, being able to go to get there and it's going to be visible for everyone on the map. Um, and again, like the way that it's going to be working, it's again, as the name says, um, there are going to be timeframes within the within the day uh, where players will be able to uh, capture part of those territories. Uh, those territories will give players an abundance of things, like um, you'll be able to relocate in that area, you'll be able to uh, mine in that area, there's going to be new resources, you're going to have uh, various uh, buffs or services, like we like to call them, that uh, players can unlock. One They've captured certain areas. Um, there's going to be different zone difficulties as well. Plus, we've also created ways where, um, not, for example, one alliance can't capture it all. All right. So we're giving the, like this is up for grabs for multiple alliances, and there's going to be a multi. There's going to be multiple um, takeovers, if you want to call it like that, during the day, during the week. So it's not going to be like one takes them all, and that's it. All right.
0: Wow God <laughs> panic you ju- you just gave more information than you have in the last six months' worth of state of the games. I feel like we need to go back. (laughs) Good God! I feel like we need to go back and break this down. All right, let's let's back up here just for a minute. Let me let me start with several topics uh, that that you've kind of brought up, and thank you for the cliff notes version, okay? Because there's a lot of points here, and let's let's break this down. Uh, Let me go to the first one because when territory capture was first announced. A lot of people mm-hmm. had the original concern. The first reaction I saw is, oh, well, this is going to be for the whales. This is going to be for the whale alliances to control everything. And you specifically said that that one alliance cannot control uh, the, the map. They, they cannot control oh. everything. It's impossible. Yeah. It, impossible. Uh, can you tell us? i mean are we talking about a a small number of territories or are we talking a large number of territories like how much of the map is going to be dedicated to this expansion and how many alliances can potentially control a territory so i'm going to put this in the in the chat uh, i'm just just for reference right for everyone can uh
1: can run for this it's the it's what was sh- what was shared um during the roadmap update so Essentially, this is what it's this is what it's going to look like to start off with. Now, I don't know if it's changed since then. To be honest with you, I'm still trying to wrap my head. Like I have, I have content ready. For, I'm going to have content ready for you guys, like FAQs. I'm hopefully going to make another video like I made for the Stella. Um, make a few more articles with Aries on how this works because it's a lot of information to take in. Um, so, again, as I said, this is going to be the starting zone of territory capture and then there's always ideas in the works to expand this to move it further right obviously and it's not it's not something that was just set in stone um each territory as i said like there's going to be different zones um each zone will have its own um, uh, resources to mine from obviously there's going to be new resources there's going to be a new um, part of the alliance a new kind of store um that you can grab that players can grab stuff for what's really cool is that the resources are going to be either alliance-wide or, player, specific.
0: Okay. And through those resources, you can like, um, yeah, you'll be able to unlock various aspects of the game. So what you're saying is, like, for example, with some of the resources going to be going to an individual, uh, going to a player. There's other resources that can be uh, either mined or, or or taken or whatnot that are going to go for maybe the what the benefit of the alliance itself. So like, exactly. if I mine something, it's going into on alliance kitty, for example,
1: but even like, but it's also what we're trying to really adapt with this um, feature is we want alliances to work together. Like, doesn't matter if you're like the the leader, doesn't matter if you just joined. Right? There's gonna there's aspects of territory capture where you have to work together to gather those resources as a team and as an alliance. Right. So that's why we. Ass- what i'd love to see for example personally on this and i've seen from what i've seen from many games is um, alliances actually taking over alliances being merged together uh, creating those kind of bonds right unfortunately one of the things that's not yet in is diplomacy won't have an effect on it yet right it's something that the team is looking into but again in iteration number 1 we're looking into just the basic of capturing a zone and then you know fighting for that zone capturing that zone and then you know getting some
0: cool stuff from it Wow. Okay. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about some of these buffs? Like, what is the purpose of holding a territory? If my alliance wants to go and and capture this territory, what do I get in return? So, within this territory, obviously, okay,
1: you have the basic stuff, which is each zone will have its own... um, style, uh, specific mines that you can mine from. So obviously, player alliances can be strategical with that, you know, which, um, which zones you want to capture, what does my alliance need, what, what do my uh, members need, for example, and then we can capture this so it's easier for them to mine. Once you've captured the territory, no other player can mine unless um, they're part of the alliance, And meaning that if they go in, if another player goes into that, uh, that territory that's they haven't captured, and they try to mine, uh, to go to mine, the mining button won't work. Like, you won't be able to mine.
0: (laughs) So, wait. So, if I fly into another alliance's territory, I literally am prohibited from being able to take resources out of that territory. If I try to sit on a node, it gives me nothing. Yeah, well, you can't sit on the node. Yeah, you, just, you can physically sit on the node, but you can't do anything with it. <laughs> Essentially, oh, that's That's the, awesome. <laughs> that's the catch. <laughs> okay. That's actually yeah, kind of cool. So now you, you're you mentioning these different, uh, these different materials. Are you saying that different uh, – well, you did say different territories are going to have different materials. <laughs> I'm going to therefore assume that one alliance can't focus on just one material. There's probably going to be a need. Are we talking additional – Uh, currencies maybe or are we talking yes so there's new currencies but if we let's say we capture territory a and -hmm. territory a gives us new material a okay Mm -hmm. what is it that we are going to be spending new material a on and am i going to be at a disadvantage if i don't have new material b
1: um okay so the base material is going to be available in all the territories. Um what is going to be more particular is going to be the hard resources um that are going to be available in those uh, areas plus um certain other resources which I'm t- right now I can give more information on but, but I will obviously I will be giving again I as I said we're we're committed to be giving all this information before the release of territory capture but but these materials
0: these are not crystal gas and ore like we know it these are new materials being introduced into the game what what's the purpose of these materials are they going to be used to build new ships are they going to be used to can you tell us a little bit about that what's the purpose of obtaining these new materials so there's going to be obviously the um, we're going to we're
1: going to be introducing a new store right with this new store you can uh, you can use these materials for various stuff I don't I don't know again I can't give more information on the specifics of exactly what you can unlock but mm-hmm. it, they're going to be re- used for example to um, uh, to actually start just to, to start a takeover right not you need like specific materials to actually start with the takeover itself
0: you will need specific materials to be able to unlock the um, the services for example right. So, so these materials are going to be used as currency for us to uh, mm-hmm. buy the abilities of this territory. Uh, for example, the ability to go and take over. So, if, if my alliance controls territory A, and we have mined enough of this material, you're saying that I've got to buy uh, uh, the ability to go and take over Matt's, you know. Uh, uh, another alliances territory kind of in a way but whenever yeah whenever those
1: stay whenever those takeovers are available in a way yes okay but example like also for the services that are available like for example one of the biggest thing as i said for capturing a territory is uh the services that will be unlocked so i said like plus ship damage minor repair costs plus mining speed and then once you have captured those territories you'll be able to uh, um
0: unlock those uh various services so these services are being offered by the territory, and you just mentioned three of them. You said increased attack, uh, increased mm-hmm. mining speed, and reduced repair cost. Did I hear you say that right? Correct. So these Correct, territories yeah. are going to have are, are all the services the same for all the territories, or does Territory A have no. one list of services and Territory B exactly? Is- so each um,
1: so each zone. If I'm not again. Forgive me if I'm wrong. Yeah, no, right? yeah, yeah. Hey, But if I remember, but if I'm, if I remember correctly, each zone has a specific number of services that are available to that zone, to that tier. Sorry, not, not zone, that tier. There's three tiers. Each tier has different kind of services available to them, but not,
0: but every zone of that tier will, will have different available services. So, this is where uh a strategy is going to come into play as to what territory is going to be captured and I would imagine then panic that there are going to be some territories out there that are more hotly contested than other territories right if they have better services, then that's the one that people are going to be fighting over right i uh, i i would uh, I would recognize uh, yeah. So, are, do we know what the services of a territory are before it's been captured? Like, can we shop and see the list of territories and the list of services so that we know what we're going to be yes. fighting for? It'll be part of the. It's going to be part of my messaging too. Wow, guys, so I go a lot. Guys, let me. Let me. Yeah,
1: that's <laughs> sorry. Just to. Just to. Just to. The reason why we want to do this as well is we want we want them because this is such a huge thing when it comes to the social interaction of the game we want alliances to prepare beforehand we want like i like the way that i would love to see and i I would even love to record this stuff is like alliances going into their own discords and like strategizing you know how are they going to do it like this is the time that we have to go in let's all get uh, let's all be online at this specific time let's all be in this area at this specific time like this is what i expect
0: so, okay, uh you bring up this specific time. Uh let's talk about what what that means. Is there is there only like okay, let's say I own a territory. All right, let's say my alliance has captured this territory. How do I lose it? How it, or or if some other alliance has a territory I want, how do I go and take it? Um there's going to be specific time windows with which uh
1: you can capture territories. Right, and then so uh, I don't know the again. Don't, I don't know the exact time. I don't remember. Uh, I can't say the exact time. Panic because, listen, again, Let me let, me pause, let but me pause you. What I'm just saying is that once a territory has been captured, uh, that territory will be available. To, it, it's you know you won't own that territory forever, right? You will own that territory for a specific amount of time until that territory that territory is up for grabs again. Once that territory is up for grabs, then it's everything
0: just resets. Let me let me pause right here, folks, and and uh, just say panic you have no need to apologize today you're doing great <laughs> you're you're doing great don't apologize today today you have given us more information than you ever have on the show and i am digging it i so and and let me also say guys that that i don't have any pre-interview notes all right so this is me learning along with you and panic sharing what he can with you so panic don't apologize and community you grab onto this cuz this I like this. All right, so uh, you obviously we know that you're not going to discuss specifics or specific times, and and that's okay. Don't apologize for that. But what you're saying is, once I own a, a territory, I am uh, that's my territory for X period of time. Like it might be a day, and it might be a week, it might be me, five hours, whatever. Let but, me show but, you. It's
1: mine. Let me copy this. This is, a, um, this is the image again from uh, the roadmap update. Okay, um, so you guys can see what I'm talking about. So if you see in this image. As you can see, like it says next takeover in three days and 12 hours. Takeover in 12 hours and 23 minutes, right? So this is basically, it. so once the person that's uh, that's captured Tolu's Gamma, for example, the alliance that's captured Tolu's Gamma, will know that after three days and 12 hours, this, uh, this uh, territory will be up for grabs again. So that's the next takeover. Oh. Takeover in this case means that's whenever um, the event will start, if you want to put it like that, where for a certain window of time, players have to capture that territory. Or okay. That to capture
0: territory. Uh, let me ask you this: Is there the ability for alliances to team up against taking a territory from somebody else, or can only one alliance win it? Like, for example, if oh, if yeah. if my alliance controls it. territory A, am I when when my takeover event begins? Do I have to defend against one alliance, or do I have to defend against any alliance who wants my territory? Any alliance you can have up to
1: infinite amount of alliances trying to capture territory
0: oh my god folks holy cow i want to cuss yeah. right so, now i'm so excited
1: this is the thing and because it's such uh, one of the things that the, the team is trying to do vigorously and this is like one of the biggest headaches and i know it from my past experience with other games is um trying to mitigate because it's such a big thing trying to mitigate the load that the um the, the territories they're going to have for this. So they're trying to find intuitive ways how to be able to mitigate this. And that's why I can't uh, say dates or anything because we want this to be like a seamless... We don't want players to just go into those territories right. and be like, okay, this is we, yeah, this we've so seen
0: Yeah, we've seen before when you put a bunch of players in one system. But now two alliances could could maybe do you think that that just one alliance versus another alliance would be too much load for this type of system cuz i don't i don't think no. i mean when i've seen when i've seen 150 players that's when i start to see lag but but maybe one alliance versus another maybe maybe not i don't know have have you guys have you guys tested this are you guys using this cuz we we all know you guys have a a deployment test server is this Running for you guys right now, and of course, I know you you don't have 150 players. Right, it's just the dev team. But we did a ton. We did a ton. One. Yeah. Is is it working?
1: Yep. 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 It was working fine. But again, like as as everything right once once this hit
0: live servers, is a it's a different ballgame. Well, yeah, yeah. The lag the lag could pose an issue. Let me let me ask you this. So this currency, you said we're going to have to spend in order to take over another uh, territory. It, so, if, if I've accumulated this currency and I want to take over Gregor's territory, so Gregor, I'm coming for you. You've got territory A, all right? And I've accumulated the necessary materials to purchase, uh, let's call it a takeover credit, okay, or a takeover coin. I'm going to buy a takeover. Now, I, I, I assume that I spend that. On Gregor's territory. I say, this is the territory I want, and here, I, okay, I'm inserting my quarter into the video game. This is the video game that I want. This is the territory that I want. Other alliances can do the same. So, yeah. right, right? Other alliances can do the same. So, can you tell us about the scoring mechanic? How do I successfully defend, or how do I uh, fail, and how do I lose my territory? How is that going to be tracked? So, you
1: don't. Um you uh, defending yeah i guess there's there's no such thing as defending because you don't own it after i guess defending because um, then you want to recapture it if you want it as yours right but so wait uh, wait wait, wait. hang on hang on is, hang on, hang on. Um, at, the at idea the ed- behind it is
0: um, so your my alliance, t- if i defend if it, it i lose it uh, sorry? Any, so I, i'm sorry and I, I don't mean to interrupt but th- that's a key point you just said even if i successfully defend it it's no longer my territory
1: no no but no but what I'm saying is that once a territory um so like let's say giving you a random number, let's say you take over a territory and after four days that territory is no longer yours. That's what I'm saying. So after four days, then that territory it becomes available to, to all players again. to capture again. Right. So you're not necessarily defending it anymore. I'm just there's no such thing as defending in this
0: case. Okay, so I, I lose the so I'm not defending the territory, but I'm competing with the other alliances who are Correct. trying to take over that territory. Yes. you have to recapture exactly as the, as the guys. Do you,
2: do you think the bonuses will be static for each territory, or will they move around during
0: capture?
1: I think the there, I have a, I think there'll be static
0: okay. so, so territory there. A, for example, is always going to be repair cost. Because uh, I would laugh if BJ went to take my territory and it had some of the worst bonuses in the chain.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that, but that, that's actually a good point. I'd like to ask that. I'll take it back to the team just in case. <laughs> That'll be like a fun thing where like just ran, everything just randomizes completely Then everyone has to scramble. But I know for a fact it's going to be static because, again, as I said, we want players to plan uh, over time and we want them to, uh,
0: to take over the territories that matter to them. Okay, so now we're, we're, we're getting a lot of questions in the chat. Let me ask a couple of this, uh, a couple of these. Epic Neo uh, says, is it one territory per alliance or multiple? I think he answered that saying that that... It's going to be extremely difficult, it sounds like, for one alliance to capture more than one territory. Let me ask you uh, the mechanics for actually capturing. Blokemon asked this question. So what do we do better than, or or what do we do to compete with another alliance who's competing for this territory? How do we win it? What do we do?
1: All right, so it's quite simple. Um, There is... um, when a ship is in a territory that ship is accumulating points for their alliance so let's let's say i'm giving you numbers right now random numbers yeah. so one point let's say for a ship um being in that territory for ek, over x amount of time so let's say one one point every second and then there's also specific nodes that you capture them basically you sit those nodes and those give you more points over time so ideas the strategy there's two strategies that i can see right basic strategies obviously you guys know better than me but strategically is either you have you you're sending you sending your ships inside a territory and you have uh, the stronger ships kind of on the outskirts protecting any any alliance members that come in or you have your um lower level ships sitting on those capture nodes and then you have your stronger ships protecting those nodes for everyone anyone trying to
0: attack them are these are these capture nodes are these mining nodes like am i putting surveys on them or do i just need to have a ship like what what no, if, it's just a ship it doesn't matter yeah it doesn't doesn't so i'm not it, i'm not it it gaining works. anything there's no mining Take, speed i'm just getting no, time no, 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 points no.
1: yeah exactly they all, all capture nodes count as the same doesn't matter you just have basically just have a you have to have the
0: ship that just sits on it that's all mm. so number of ships will be important yeah yeah, the no, I and mean if a, you if you've got this is, 15 yeah. alliance members there that are all in there accumulating time points it's better than the alliance that's only got five players there. What, how, is how why long is the, this is why
1: I think that's why I think this is a, this is for all players because again if you can't have your strong ships capturing the nodes because if they're on the nodes if they get off the nodes to try and fight that's lost time in uh, where you accumulate points. All right? So you need to have ships that are constantly on those capture nodes if you want
0: to accumulate you want to be efficient with how many points you accumulate. Not only that, but you want to kill Ships that are coming in, to, exactly. To, to, to so get the, the
1: stronger money. ships to be to be actual
0: to be able to maneuver around and not being taken over, uh, captured, uh, capturing a node. Right. Wow. Hey, uh, you know this is a really cool idea, Maztec. Thank you for this question. Uh, do you have to pay a takeover coin or a takeover currency, whatever we're going to call it? Let, let's call it a takeover coin for today. All right. <laughs> do you have to pay a takeover coin? if you don't intend on capturing the event for example maztech says wow this for the first time gives meaning and gives value to allies of alliances for example if gregor and my alliance team up do, and, and they don't want my territory but they're going to help me defend the territory that i want is that an acceptable mechanic like are are players who have not paid a takeover coin are they allowed to come in and play that's a that's a really really good question. I don't know that one. That's a, that,
1: so I understand. So the concept basically you're saying to me is, if you so you pay to get a takeover. So only players that have paid in that system accumulate points for that takeover. But you can still send ships into those systems. I think you can. I think you can because you can still travel within those systems. I think the only difference is just you don't just accu- you don't accumulate points anymore.
0: Yeah, so Epic Neo is saying you know the the paying alliance, the alliance who paid for the takeover, can put ships on the nodes. But if they have friendly alliances, those other alliances can come Correct. in and help protect. Is that is that so? Correct. Are we are we seeing an uh, introduction to as you mentioned in your state of the game? You said alliance diplomacy is going to play a part here. You're saying that that this could potentially now give birth to actual value of multi-alliance agreements yep exactly and it's something like for example you'd say like let's say
1: two alliances say okay look guys this takeover it's our turn so you just protect us and then the next over will help you
0: kind of thing so you kind of help each other to to gain whatever momentum you have oh man this has a huge potential but now now panic this this does do one other thing right now a lot of servers Don't have a ton of alliances, Uh, and and I know that this was something that you and I had discussed very briefly yesterday, and and I don't mean I I am going to touch on it just real quick. Does Mm -hmm. do we see now potentially a revitalized effort for the need for server merges? If you're wanting these big epic multi-alliance coalitions. I mean, are, would it make sense to, to potentially... I mean, maybe not, not today, not next week, but... This, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This it could... could does, why not?
1: Like, again, uh, let's see how this pans out to start off with. And obviously, if there's the, there's a cry out for players to kind of start merging because of this. Then maybe the team can do something about it, for sure. We're, we're
0: always open for this, 100%. Wow. So, and, if and there's a need, of course. <laughs> yeah. This seems like, you know, over the last 30 days, Panic, we've seen Scopely try to... And I say try, and and even in my opinion, I think try valiantly – uh, to revitalize some pvp now it didn 't it didn 't present itself perfectly it didn 't go perfectly, but mm-hmm. the the pvP community felt validated for the first time in a long time as a matter of fact, we were you know a lot of people really disappointed that it ended up getting canceled. We would rather have an event that wasn 't perfect in, instead of no event at all um, Correct. but this feels like a very pvp centric Expansion or or if is- I
1: yeah but it's I this is like again guys when I was looking at the first um, there was a lot of ideas going on the plate right when they was when we first launched uh, the ideation of uh, territory capture like one of them which I was super excited about but didn't come unfortunately was. Um, if you captured a territory any player that would go inside would get like insanely strong hostiles just popping up and killing you right <laughs> I love that one and then only if you had diplomacy only if like a alliance flag under diplomacy could they travel through those zones and that was an initial obviously didn't come but like there were so many cool ideas uh, floating around about how to make this happen I just know that um, I'm just super excited about this because I've seen this in a lot of MMO games and this is uh, this is what excites me the most personally. Right. This, because for me, it's all about the social experience, and this is just this is increasing that social experience by hundred. Like the meaningful connections that you made for the past t- nearly two years of this game are going to come to fruition right now. All the, wow. all the ways that you have into the game are going to change. <laughs> all the different um, the relationships so, are going to change.
0: Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. They are. So, like, the, I mean, the, you know, the people that you've been friendly with or that you've had good working relationships with now, there's an actual. Uh, benefit to having multi alliance agreements or multi alliance uh, coalitions uh, panic, look at the chat right now. The chat yeah. is really, really interesting. already people in here talking about allying with one another and 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 fighting against uh, other players uh, but we we have concerns right? We have a couple of concerns uh, Let me ask you this how many territories are we going to say and, and and i'm not asking for a specific number i mean are we talking 5 are we talking 25 are we talking 55 like yeah, do do the smaller that, alliances have a like, shot i'm
1: i'm i'm literally just going from the map right and i'm seeing just from visually i'm
0: 2 4 6 8 10 12 40, 60, 80, but like over 60 i see So let's look at this image, if you don't care, and show me me what you're seeing. Let me me come back to this image. um, Let me show you again. Yeah, I posted it. I'm going to post it again. Yeah, and hey, one of the moderators, please grab this and throw it in the graphics room so our podcast friends can see this and you guys don't have to keep scrolling through chat. Um, So if I'm looking at this graphic... I am looking at so each little white dot. That's a system. Is that a system? Each tiny little white that's dot. A system. Yes, and, exactly. And, and so we're talking that these territories are spanning multiple systems. Yeah. So exactly. So if somebody's trying to take over my territory, I not only have to defend the system that I'm in, but my alliance has to defend all the systems that are a part Correct. of that territory. Holy smokes! Yeah, so th- so this is why one alliance cannot control everything is because they're going to be spread too thin, right? I mean, it, you, you're going to have to have you're going to have to have a decent number of player ships in each system, and and it looks like you know, for example, let's take a look at the at the very bottom middle one, that purple one. All right, I see six systems within that one territory. So when it comes to takeover time. I have to actively defend six systems. Is that correct? Yep. And
1: this is where Discovery comes in, the USS Discovery. It's what's going to be super important for this. Summons. Yeah, exactly exactly summoning, Is, like it's one of the things that i first mm-hmm. saw when i was playtesting it it was summoning was one of my biggest ally because i could like remember my alliance and we saying like you know philip go there go there or go there i'm like i was going there see because it was more like what's happening in this territory okay, i was going there seeing what's happening in this territory then i was coming back and you know you need your scouts to kind of figure out what's going on in each system so there's a lot of does,
2: aspects involved does that mean there's going to be a fog of war on the territory capture systems where you won't view? Yes, well I,
0: I think I, I think so yeah oh uh, my God, are you kidding me? So, so I'm not even going to be able to see in a system unless I'm in there. So this yep. is giving even more strategy coordinate. Oh, my God in heaven. Gregor, this is a dream I mean God. I'm gonna need four accounts, I'm gonna have to multibox. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Like, like, st- but he knows
2: that's a, that's a strategy now. Like I've seen multiboxing bro.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know I've seen that too. In other games, I think there was this guy that had like eight screens on his wall
0: and <laughs> he was just connecting everything from there. Oh my god. god
1: this is this <laughs> so there's a lot of that's the thing and this is again i was just saying this is iteration one so we're going to be iterating on this all the time depending on you know how you guys see it you know maybe it's uh maybe we, we lower the mining rates maybe increase the mining rates maybe we increase the nodes maybe we lower the notes i don't know Like, there's a lot of stuff that we can do with this
0: wow i uh um, all i'm
1: saying yeah. is that if there are if there are potential pitfalls on the day of the launch i'm just i really would like everyone i know that sometimes I'm saying I'm become broke club, but just to have some patience with us because this is going to be we we'll, we'll this stream is massive this 100% yeah this
2: right. is have, you guys, huge. have you guys had any player testing of it or is it just yes 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 testing?
0: we've had we've had a ton of player testing okay. yeah. wow hey let me ask you um oh uh, is this now okay so coming up next month by the way congratulations and happy anniversary panic next month November 29th 2020 <laughs> is Scopely's two-year anniversary on global launch for this game. Correct. Um I, I, I am going to apologize in advance and try to hoodoo you into a question. Um, mm-hmm. Is territory capture like the G4... Like, G4 expansion came last November. It was the thing that you guys had been working on for most of the year. It was the expansion that was supposed to to carry players forward another year uh it it was essentially being billed as or being presented as this is the 2020 plan is territory mm-hmm. capture your 2-year anniversary gift so to speak is this the 2021 plan that territory capture is going to be at the at the forefront of what's happening throughout you know the next 12 months uh, uh yes and no yes meaning that um
1: Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. No meaning that I don't think it was specifically slated around the two-year anniversary. I know, like, basically, we just wanted to release this as soon as it was ready. And it just just slated to be ready around this time. Um, I know, though, for a fact, is that a lot of the stuff that we're doing is catered around... um, for the next year uh, again looking through the roadmap just just let's just let's just go a bit through the roadmap to kind of so you yeah let's about. let's get to it as a so, matter of
0: fact i was going to start with the roadmap and then you dove straight into territory capture and and by the way <laughs> we're not so excited i <laughs> know uh, hey and, and guys listen we can talk roadmap for a minute but we can come back to this i'm not done with territory capture yet panic okay I, i've got i no, not know gez- just i get it, oh <laughs> man hey no
1: one what's up buddy? Yeah. no it's like it's i'm super excited like the team has done such a good work and there's a lot of stuff that i want to tell you guys that i can't because i just want it to be a surprise again it's not about the mechanics it's just about like the look and feel of everything the artwork that's gone into this it's just freaking amazing the, the lore as well anyway so let's <sighs> continue so like um what we're what, what we're trying to do is taylor is trying to get a few things out of the out of the rope so we're trying to number one really um capitalize on the IP expansion so we really want to bring out a lot of the previous IPs that players have been asking us you know nostalgic IPs newer IPs etc um, through that we want to t- we want to tie them in obviously to the social experience that is territory capture but let's take for example officer away missions right this is like a we wanted to also take the the, the the pve but on the player on the solo player right on the as, as a player on my own i want to play on my own we want to do something for them and then we also want to try and implement stuff like um, uh, last online status or um, second builder which is stuff that we know players have been asking for a while and we're trying to capitalize on that as well like uh, we want to try and show players that you know we, we are listening to you guys and we are always trying to figure out the best ways what it, what makes sense from both um, the production point of view like what the team can actually do and they can actually make this happen and what players what we're trying to all right and this is what uh, our team and you guys our influencers moderators players all play player part all
0: right so but, let um, let's let's dive into the roadmap yeah. here for a second if you don't mind because you mentioned you mentioned two things you mentioned <laughs> second builder and now you've mentioned away mission so let me let me first briefly because I've only got one or two questions about second builder uh, one of yeah. the earliest reactions to second builder was obviously good okay that's going to help progression a great deal but it can we can we take it one step further could we have flexibility could we say hey listen maybe instead of second builder could i have a second research slot could i could i have a second repair slot or a second tear up slot oh my god uh repair yeah repair repair, Um, repairing ships yes so yes, what what is the right now? What is the thought process of Scopely behind Second Builder, and to the point, can it still be modified? Is it realistic for us to say, uh, or expect, or hope for? That's that's a better question. Is it realistic for us to hope that you guys have heard the early feedback, and when this is launched, can we see Second Research or Second Anything when when.
1: Uh when we released the roadmap update, like I sent like a very, um, with Ares, we sent a, a big update towards the team of what's going on and the questions. And like, for example, um, a lot of these questions were taken into account, right? Look, I, I don't know. You guys know, obviously, a lot of players here are a thousand times smarter than I am, a hundred times, ten times I'm probably the biggest poop. But anyway, the way, <laughs> <laughs> but the way that roadmaps work, especially in a tech company, right, you can't really deviate a lot from a lot of the stuff. Yet, um, we can implement stuff. So it really depends on the team to see for them to figure out how easy it would be to implement these kind of changes. Otherwise, it's more let's. Um, uh, let's let's throw in this change. Let's see how players react to it, and then let's start iterating on that and figuring out if it's actually if it's worthy. Oh no, sorry, not worthy. If it's easy or possible to actually make these changes.
0: So what you're saying is is that as far as the roadmap is concerned, second builder and second builder alone is what we're going to see when this launches. But it can grow over time.
1: Again, um, except for uh, except for territory capture, which something's that's slated to like. Very soon. The rest are. um, Be careful,
0: here, panic. (laughs) What can you can you give us a rough? uh, And I probably know the answer to this. So I'm going to give you your first question where you where you giggle your way out, panic. Let me give you your first giggle out. Um, This second builder, does it have um, without you telling us what it is? Does it does it have a deployment date? Is it set on Scopely's internal calendar?
1: Um. Oh. I'm not even giggling here this is actually anything. there is there I think there are slated they're not dates I just know that um, they're just on the roadmap so like basically once this is done and we're, 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 we're good with it there's still teams and people within the team that are still working like these are like these are not things that were just they're not just an ideation phase right all these things are actually like we have right now the they're developers being built. Uh, engineers actually working on these features so right
0: they're being but built. Okay. as,
1: a, as with a lot of features
0: we don't know. Sorry. Well, I was just saying, this, so they're being built, but we just don't know exactly yeah, how they're yeah. going to iterate at this point. Yeah. All right. You know this. We know in the next six months, maybe a year,
1: all of these will be out, if they're going to be out the way that they are, and if, yeah, and if they're going to be out at all.
3: Let me
0: interject. Is it going to be a Prime, or is it going to be available for all? Uh, that I, I, I'm honest, I have no clue. And that's a detail that, that we can explore a little yeah. bit later, but the fact that... That it's available. Listen, no one we've talked about uh, up to this point what primes are probably worth it and what primes are not. Some primes mm-hmm. are better than other primes. If this prime became mm-hmm. available, I would imagine that that a lot of players who do spend would find this to be a valuable prime. Probably, maybe. It's
3: dependable on level and operation and yada, yada,
0: yada. Let me me ask you this. So you're talking about the roadmap. We talked about second builder. Now, you also mentioned officer away missions. Can you give us a little bit of idea about the way that they are building this now? Is this going to tie up a ship slot or is this going to be something where, you know, we just take a couple of officers and drop them off at a planet somewhere? Can you tell us how you foresee officer away missions actually functioning in the game?
1: Well again this is um, i haven't seen uh, i haven't seen any mockups, but I would assume for those of you that have played World of Warcraft it's something similar to the garrison so basically you just send off you just you have a UI where you just click on the officers that are required and then you send them off and then they're unavailable for the amount of time that they're at the mission and then once they return, depending on the time that the mission is or so the difficulty et etc um, they'll bring, they, and if they're
2: successful they, they'll bring you back resources. Any any progress on the idea of officers dying on away missions?
0: <laughs> stop, stop that! I mean, we don't have red shirts. We don't have red shirts. I,
2: <laughs> I think they will essentially fail. I don't know if they're going to die. Well, I just consider that some feedback. No, <laughs> no, you take down. that no. off the list right now. No, no, no. no you want to lose your officers? That's
1: for
0: sure. Start <laughs> just send them over. And, just, no, uh, yeah, no, exactly. Just for Gregor. Just for Gregor. All his officers dying. Right, right. Yeah, I, we'll we'll <laughs> give we'll give Gregor the ninety nine dollar kill your officer pack okay uh yeah that's right the red shirt pack pack. yeah it's like it's like (laughs) clicking that box we talked about this on a previous show it's like clicking the box for expert mode if you want your officers to die high risk high reward right exactly (laughs) oh my goodness okay um and and so just like with this entire roadmap these are ideas that are not sticky notes on the wall these are being built these are being developed as we speak and and whether or not we're in phase one or phase five whether or not they deploy next week or next year these are ideas that that are being developed and could uh present into the game unless for whatever reason you guys decided to completely scrap them out right Correct. Correct. What would Again. what would cause you guys? Within the code or whatnot, yeah. yeah. What would cause you guys to scrap a project like this? Let let's say officer away missions. Okay, you guys are working on it, but you've you've left yourself the disclaimer that it may never come. What would cause a, a feature like this to not ever come?
1: Um actual feasibility of the feature like maybe we overarched and it's something that it takes way more work for so so then the team goes and they're like okay the value of this uh the value of this versus the time needed to create it is much higher right much lower the value so in that case and we'll, we'll put those resources somewhere
0: else where we feel we're going to get more wins for the players okay and and therefore more wins for scopely too Let's, let's not well, let's we're gonna, not we're gonna that. be able to yeah we're gonna be able <laughs> yeah. to get out features within the game which are successful and, and yeah okay um another um another piece of this roadmap and let's just go ahead and complete the roadmap discussion because we've only got folks we've only got about 20 minutes left with panic he's got uh, some other stuff going on in other meetings tonight so uh and for those of you by the way who asked questions early on you said why Why would Panic have meetings at, at 8 o'clock in the evening his time? First of all, we did the show an hour later today because of the time zone, so it's actually an hour closer uh, to his time zone right now. But uh, you guys are also coordinating with teams all across the world, right? Yeah, it's not just there in yeah. Barcelona. So the reason you guys may have later time meetings is because you're also coordinating with L.A., right, which is yeah. eight hours sure. today. It's eight hours it's behind like you. like right? right now. Yeah. It's like noon right yeah. now.
1: Yeah. Okay. And you can, and you can imagine, like, and you know, vice versa, the folks in L.A., they're starting super early. So sometimes we see them in the office at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning because they have a big release or something. So
0: yeah. Okay. So we've got 20 minutes left. So I, I've got still a lot that I want to touch on, guys, here. And and uh, to your credit, we do have some player questions. But uh, really, truthfully, I'm, I'm kind of enjoying this rabbit hole that we're in right now. So please forgive me if I don't get to all your questions. Uh, the last piece of the roadmap that was released Panic talked about ship personalization. Can you give us a little bit of idea about what your theory is behind this? What is it that Scope? because this was the one that was really, truthfully, it was talked about the least in that announcement. What does ship personalization mean to Scopely? Are we talking skins? Are we talking changing the colors of ships? Or are we actually talking potential utility items? Adding guns or or uh, making a ship do something better? Or
1: a quality upgrade. Yeah, I think, uh, to be honest with you, everything is, is, being, is being asked within the team. I don't think there's any specific... Right now, I don't think for this one, there's been any specific uh, driver to where we're trying to go towards. Right, There's a lot of different types of ideas, which I do not... I, personally do not know because I haven't had any view uh, view on this yet um, we just wanted to I, I just saw that on the roadmap at some point and the team was like sure put it out there but we can't tell players anything yet because we can't um, we can't give them any we can't promise anything at this point when it comes to this specific
0: feature so at this, at this um, point as far as ship personalization it's like it's at the bottom of the list like this is the last one that we would potentially see in a timeline this is the one that's gotten the least amount of attention up to this point and we really at this point don't have any idea how it would present itself is that what you're saying
1: or, or- or it's the one that within two months is actually we actually release it because we realize that you know what we actually we have an idea it's easy to execute and we execute on it. Like I'm just saying, yeah, it's the one right now which I don't I personally don't have the most, the visibility on. So it, so it, it could it's, be uh, either it's an ideation phase or right now it's just uh, under
0: closed uh, closed doors. Okay, so it could be something easy to deploy like changing colors of a ship, but it, it mm-hmm. could be something more. Okay. All right, guys, and there and there is your roadmap, okay? There are the items that we talked about in the roadmap, which was, by the way, again, Panic, really uh, really well done. Let me ask you uh, one question here that's a little bit more broad, and then I want to come back to territories, um, is that over the last couple of months, we and, and, and really specifically the last six weeks, we've seen communication at an all-time high. Even after we have been applauding your levels of communication, even after we have been... Uh, giving you guys good, solid credit on the fact that even during trouble times, the communication from you and even the developers, shout out Leela, shout out Roy, who have been present in the official Discord to address player concerns. This seems like you guys have turned a page. You guys are now practicing hype. This entire podcast is talking about something that's coming soon that has not been released into the game. You guys are hyping for the first time ever and your communication is at an all-time high what is the reason for this not that i'm complaining i just want to know what has changed for you guys why are you (laughs) why are you now uh i mean it has has the culture changed why are you guys doing this
1: no like um i think the main driver was that the team is just getting much better at uh, planning on what's coming next because uh, again you know, every new team you can have like the most abundance knowledge and talent within the team, but again, until the team becomes more cohesive and um, um, each uh, release becomes more seamless, then you can then actually I can tell players what's coming up with some certainty that this will come up, and it's not gonna it's not gonna be complete like. Um again I don't want I personally I know this is thing, but don't want another Armadas flop. I'm like Armadas is coming a year yeah. later, so it's barely not even here yet. Well and Blokimon
0: right. says this. This isn't the first time you've done it. We did it with Armadas <laughs> coming soon and then a year later and then it didn't even deploy properly. And even exactly. uh Blokimon points out that the Borg Mega Cube was teased about a month in advance, but again, didn't uh didn't exactly present itself in the way that uh that players Hoped that it would. Let me ask you, Panic, are we seeing right now the ability for players to feed back to you to proactively uh, change these events? Like, are, are players right now having an impact on how the developers are writing territory capture, for example? And look, I can't uh,
1: because it's uh, because I'm, we're going to be releasing this, and we're not going to be releasing this months in advance, right? Uh, because of this, I don't think we can change much. I think it's the reason. My biggest um, want for this is to create conversations and understanding, so that once players hit, once this hits the galaxies, once players start and uh, playing around with this, with these new initiatives, they know what they're doing. They're not learning on the spot, right? and this is that that was my that was my main uh, driver behind this
0: and obviously to create some hype well yeah creating hype and and so what you're wanting to do is for example territory capture sounds huge it sounds complicated it sounds totally new and different from anything that we've had to do in the game so by you coming on this show and explaining you know here's the the introduction obviously we don't have the detailed mechanics we don't have the cost we don't know the scoring mechanics but this is generally how this is going to work and you're wanting to get players on that leading edge you're wanting to get players ready to prepare Mm -hmm. for what's coming right yeah, exactly. So, that then this is
1: the reason why I want to create more articles. We're going to we're committing to give players more of a heads up, especially for big initiatives like these. Um, obviously, it's just like an event where we just release a few officers. I don't think there's any major if we can release them beforehand, but it, I don't think it's going to create more. I think for me, it's these big, these uh, big. Um, initiatives that should be given heads up beforehand not too much because i believe too much creates it, it um, the same way with armada the same way with diablo 3 as everyone knows it just uh, it just it stunts the hype the so player is just like you have this big plateau, um, but I think if you do it correctly and you kind of you start talking to players beforehand, and whatnot, then I think you create that hype and you create that expectation, and also those questions. And players are excited about it, and you create those conversations. Fundamentally, as a community team, we have to create conversations within the community, so players can talk about the game and get excited about it and converse together, theorycraft, etc.
0: Wow. Well, I mean, listen, I think you guys are doing. I, I think this conversation and the roadmap announcement are two very clear indicators that what you're doing is the right move. Uh, I I think that the community, just reading the chat, Panic, uh, (laughs) maybe just for fun, you might get poop emojis, but it would just be for fun because I literally, I got to tell you, uh, and community, back me up or disagree, I haven't heard anything yet here today that sounds to me like a clear disengagement from the community. I haven't heard anything where Panic says, oh, no, we don't know what's going on, or no, we're not going to do that. I What I'm hearing right here is Panic coming out and saying, hey, listen, guys, this is what we've got coming. We want you to get ready. We want you to get excited because this is almost here. And I, for one... Uh, And I know uh, no one shell and 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 other content creators and other moderators and just the entire community have been screaming for this kind of advanced information for uh, since the beginning of time. I would have to imagine that Mac Ross is probably super excited right now because he uh, he pops into my head as the one player who always says, come on, give me something, give me something that's coming next. So let me throw you panic one or two. Uh, tougher questions, all right? And then uh, we'll get ready to wrap up because we know you only got about 10 minutes left, okay? Um, can you tell us the next IP that will be introduced into the game? <laughs> no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't okay. go that far. <laughs> See, it wouldn't be a panic interview unless we unless we gave that one question right there. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you guys go ahead and throw your poops, okay? There you go. There's the poopy question right there. Um, well, all right. <laughs> let me actually like let's ask the community what would they like. I'd like to just uh, get understand, understanding from Great you guys. What would you yeah, as a matter of fact, maybe what we could do for you, Panic, is throw up a poll. Maybe we can throw up a poll and <laughs> and just kind of see. Uh, that way, we can get uh, some aggregate data over you know several hours we'll or a there. day or two, uh, just to kind of see. Um, it, it, let me ask you this: Is there any property that's off limits? Uh, right now? Like, are you guys developing content for all the properties and just kind of seeing what comes soon and what lands soonest? Or do you guys have a plan on what you want to do next? Uh,
1: plan, yes. Not for the next 10 years, but I think for X amount of time, yes, for sure. They have the, the team has an idea because a lot of the teams have to start working from now what comes in six months, right? So a lot of the teams, if you saw with the roadmap update, there's a lot of teams are working from now what will come maybe in a year or something. So... I th- but from when it comes to content itself now because with the IP expansion and CBS allowing us to basically choose and pick whatever we want we just have to be more careful and conscious because before it was more you know it was the teams were it was more like can we do this and then they had to go with CBS and they have talked the same way with any kind of uh, working with any kind of IP which is fair enough right it's your IP you do whatever you want with it um but now that we have this whole um it's all yours because we trust you guys to do a good job. Um, we just—I think the team is just more careful on how they release it, and it works with the narrative and the lore and the player progression.
0: Well, and making sure that that ultimately CBS is happy with a quality product, right? I mean, Well, essentially, yes,
1: sure, it's CBS, but of course, also the players. Like, even for players, it makes sense that everything kind of is seamless as a transition to
0: each uh, arc. Yeah. Gosh, I, I I ain't gonna lie, Panic. You've left me slightly stunned today. Uh, <laughs> we, you have. This this has it, never it, it happened. Off the floor, DJ. This has <clears> never <throat> happened before, Panic. You have actually uh, left me uh, excited. All right, and that that doesn't typically happen uh, during uh, during this state of the game. Let me uh, let me address one or two things very quickly as we get ready to wrap up. We got seven minutes left. Um, explain to me the thinking behind this cross-server leaderboard, all right? And, guys, by the way, the leaderboard, uh, I'm going to explain this to you. I know a lot of you guys are saying it's not accurate, and a lot of you guys are saying it's behind, and and I have an explanation for that, and I'll provide it after Panic's gone because we've only got seven minutes left. But, Panic, give me a little bit of insight into the planning process of the cross-server leaderboard event. Why did you launch it uh, the way that you did, and is this also step one of further and future server-v-server type events?
1: Um, so i think so this was initially launched a few months back we did an initial one um with some with a few servers again as a test and um, it went well and then we wanted to bring it out to more servers so they so we could so originally this was idea uh, one of our um, uh, ally, um one of my colleagues had which is a brilliant idea to have it for server merge uh, so you have like um, um server versus server going against each other and then whichever server wins uh, then the other server has to merge with into that server, right? So it's more there's no difference. It's more like for bragging rights, right? Right. Um, it didn't come into play because you know there was a lot of uh, what if it failed, what if it didn't work, and we didn't want to give so much. Um, so we did test it out, um, and then and I think in this one here, um, it's just more of a okay, let's do a, let's do a bit of a bigger one, and then this hopefully will come even bigger,
0: and of course we'll have more server versus server um, events. Do you see this, do you foresee this type of competition eventually lending itself to a true uh, server-versus-server neutral ground or or actual servers fighting against one another? Is is this something that could possibly DJ you know me like my dream would be
1: at some point to have this where suddenly players that have won are transported into a neutral server and then they have to fight it out for like X amount of time and then whichever wins and that server gets I don't know stuff right and then we can live stream it and create a whole esports behind it that's my dream but (laughs) um, I know baby steps obviously are taken I I know like I know talking with the team that everyone has so many really really cool ideas but like the feasibility of them (laughs) might not be there right um, like I don't know as you know like I love PvP a lot of a lot of the players they have like a lot of cool PvE ideas um, but um, anyway sorry to end my monologue on this um, yes it's a plan to expand them to what extent I don't know yet not as a team like again as I said baby steps uh, the same thing with server merges. we started with baby steps and now we saw that they were successful and then we did them with more and then
0: we might do them with more and it's going to be more of a regular thing depending on the needs of each server uh, but yeah Is this type of cross-server competition... Something that you guys foresee doing with more regularity, uh, like it, could this be a monthly style event? And not even in the same style. It doesn't have to be thirty nine plus. It doesn't have to be doesn't have to be damage done. It doesn't, you know. And listen, guys, I think we can call this one for what it is. This one was a competition for the highest level players. All right, the biggest grinders with the best ships. And so some people might argue that this could be a whales event, and I wouldn't argue this uh, with well, this particular style of event. Event, so it is but could we see could we see other iterations of this kind of like we saw with server merge where the where alliances will be ranked uh based on completing objectives i mean is this something that will continue to evolve yeah yeah for a hundred percent a hundred
1: percent and um the uh the one the, the mastermind behind this um is um this person is like super. He's very smart, and he's done. That person also did uh, Crucible of War as well, uh, completely oh, on their own. So promote they're, him. They're very
0: sorry. <laughs> promote him. All right. If he invented, <laughs> if he invented Crucible of War, then he's a hero in my book. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's, and he's very. And he's yeah, he's committed to creating
1: uh, a PvP and the server works to server experience that really resonates and works
0: for every player. Wow. That's, I mean, that's just great. All right. We've got three minutes left. Panic, I uh, I told the players during the last show that I wanted to p- try a new game with you. All right. Uh, they, okay. want, they wanted me to play because they want me giving hints. All right. And I'm not always authorized to give the hints. But I told you, I said, hey, listen, the community wants to play One Truth, Three Lies. So I sent you uh, that information uh, and and I asked you to write four stories. Three lies and one truth. Now, you sent me back your four stories, and for the record, for the record, uh, they are slightly lame, okay, uh, because, <laughs> I'm only teasing you, no, he sent me back four stories, because in my opinion, and this is how the game works, you read the stories, and then you you are left to determine which one's real, panic's not going to tell you, so I'm going to read Wait. these stories to you real quick, and then we'll spend our last minute or two uh, a- diving into your theory here, uh, your truth and lies because i feel like uh, i feel like the answer was probably pretty clear but uh, let's, uh <laughs> let's let's go ahead and give your your four stories okay uh one truth and three lies with community manager panic do you want to read them or do you want me to read them to you and then we'll talk for about uh, a minute i, I want to hear your voice dj lo here <laughs> <laughs> thank you okay uh server <laughs> <laughs> story number one all right this is one truth three lies with panic story number one we are going to get a board cube released as a ship for players. All right, that was story number one. Story number two Star Trek Fleet Command will be released on PC. Story number three, the Tribble event is returning. And story number four, there were more than 11 million instant warp engaged during Arc 2. During Arc 2 more than 11 million instant warps. Now, I personally believe that that I know which one is true because the other three, I mean, panic I don't I don't, I don't know that you did super well with this one. Okay? Because the the, the four stories are <laughs> well, supposed well, to- well, well,
1: well, 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 I think a player is saying a different story though, Señor DJ. <laughs> wow, yeah, they are.
0: So you got <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, you guys think uh so? You guys are universally agreeing that the board cube is fake. You guys think that the Tribble is the true story? No kidding. No, the PC one is. The PC one is.
2: It's gotta be the it's gotta be the summons.
0: I the think it would favorite. be summons. That's what I think. I think it's the summons one because listen, let's not forget, Panics a little bit of a showman, right? So he's he's coming in and and he's going to use the opportunity to brag about a mechanic, unless he's going to get us <laughs> unless he's going to get us on a technicality and say that it's not actually eleven million. All right, and that All is right. certainly possible. Do you guys believe that galaxy wide that we've seen eleven million? uh black alert summons uh, be, uh and and by the way it's not summons it's it's instant warps is what he said 11 For million sure. instant warps and i i could i can see that one being true
2: you know this story kind of hurts my heart though because now that means there is no board cube
0: that that is correct <laughs> <laughs> that's correct that means you will not be flying that Borg cube uh, so there you go. But a lot of people saying I can 100 percent seeing that being true. Blue Mandalorian yep. says, "Are there even 11 million players? Probably not." But that's not what he said. Blue. He said that there have been 11 million instant warps. And okay. Ripper- I'm going to give. I want to. I want to give
1: another. Sorry. Sorry to cut you. I want to give another question before I leave because I really have to go. Um, I give you like two minutes, you guys. How many? Uh, how many uh, warps do you say? Instant warps. You think the the player with the most? Sorry. How many? Which player... Oh, my God, my English. I know what you're saying. Here, <laughs> how many instances he, warps is the player with the most instance warps do?
0: Yeah, what, what, the number one player who's black alerted, how many do you think that he's done at this point? All right. Uh, yeah. Ripper says 10,000. Crazy. And Gregor also uh, saying 10,000. I'm going to give 30 seconds.
1: Whoever gets the closest will win something.
0: Ooh, yeah. okay. I like this game. Uh, while we're waiting for the answers, and you can watch the chat there if you'd like, because uh, I know your time, uh, we're, we're actually two minutes beyond your time. Uh, Panic, mm-hmm. uh, as always, thank you so very very much for being here is there anything that you'd like to say to the community that you haven't already said anything you'd like to say in wrapping up and of course i just want to say thank you so very much today has been literally in my opinion the best state of the game that you have ever done uh with the free flow of information and the tease and the hype and and by god son keep it up great great job today uh community uh, still with your answers, panic with your closing monologue, if you will, your message to your community as you close the state of the game address.
1: <laughs> um, I just want to say I was I'm really appreciated by all of the um, by all the players how they took the um, the territory capture, at least from how I explained it. Um, I just want to say that um, it's, it's always a pleasure. Um, talking conversing working with you with everyone here and it's it's probably one of my favorite things believe it or not to do um i love that i love the team i love the company and obviously i love the players and the banter that we do and sometimes just my nerves just like become hot-blooded but i love it um but all i want to say is that we are committed as a team to to do this more often and Know sometimes you don't get it right but we're always up for iterating stuff and i think we've showed that lately I understand which there are still issues out there and, and i want to give some light into that issues and what at least what the teams uh what the team wants to do with them but um other than that yeah
0: Thanks okay. Yeah. Thanks everything. Hey, gosh, thank you. Thank you for a great job. Well done today. Uh, super well done. And I am super so, excited to see how Territory Capture presents itself. All right, folks, you guys have been guessing. I've seen guesses all over the place, from 30,000 to 25,000 all the way down to 500. Uh, Panic, if you would, uh, have you been watching? Just, do you do you so, see So Yeah, I've, I've
1: checked it. So... Um,
0: Jace. Jace is the winner.
1: the the uh, The number was 4.7k, and I think Jace put 4.5, if I'm not mistaken. So
0: I think that was the closest that I've seen. Yeah, he now. he posted 4,500, and so that would be the closest to 47. Them's the Price is Right rules, guys. Closest without mm-hmm. going over. <laughs> All right, 4,500, Jace. Congratulations to you. Uh, send me a private message, and I'll get your player ID and make sure you hook up with your prize. Panic. What are you giving Jace today? I don't know yet. We'll, uh, we'll have it as a surprise. <laughs> Congratulations. You get five sport drive components.
1: You get five sport drive components, 100 ultra recruits. <laughs> yeah. on
0: <the> <laughs> Congratulations, Jace. We'll hook you up with a prize later on. Uh, Panic, thank For you good. again so very, very much. Guys, community manager Panic today with quite literally, <laughs> unequivocally, the best state of the game we've ever had. Thank you panic you're Appreciate back it. baby <laughs> you're back baby you're back panic's back everybody all right guys we're going to take a quick break guys. yeah we're going to take a quick break as we are in commercial break please move up into the podcast room we have a tremendous amount of information to talk about gregor would you not agree i feel that we have some conversation to have don't, don't you don't you agree Super, yeah, it's
2: a little bit of chit-chat.
0: Super exciting here and uh, here on the uh, on the state of the game, the October state of the game. Folks, please go ahead, uh, while we are in commercial break, move up into the podcast room. As we take this commercial break, we will be back in just one moment. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll be back in a second. This
3: program is made possible in part by a grant from Frosted Fakes, the cereal made from small, sugar-coated pieces of paper.
4: The horses are in the gate, and we are all set in the pumpkin-picking derby. And they're off. Hayride comes out first, followed by 20 bucks, and let's take a selfie. And as we hit turn one, Cranky Kid is followed by Face Painting and another 20 bucks. On to the backstretch now, where let's take a selfie, can't get past Cranky Kid. But here comes Apple Cider, followed by another 20 bucks. Picking Pumpkins is just getting started, and now Face Painting is giving Cranky Kid all sorts of problems. And down the stretch they come. Picking Pumpkins is getting heavy. $20 bucks will not be enough, and as we hit the wire, it's another 20 bucks gets the job done. Picking pumpkins was the heavy betting favorite, but it turned out to be an expensive mistake. <laughs>
0: Happy Halloween in just three days. Coming up uh, in three days from now, Halloween 2020. I'm actually really—I uh, ain't gonna lie, Gregor. I'm a little bit worried about Halloween this year, just in that it's been kind of an effed up year, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, I'm, uh, you've had all those uh, all those recent
0: uh, seance issues and all that stuff around, here, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, the the Ouija board and the candles and the and the campfires. I'm all I'm all big into that. Welcome back in from break, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And holy crikey, Gregor, what uh, what a state of the game it was. Probably, arguably, uh, his best ever. I- I'm going to give him credit. The best ever state of the game address, uh, maybe except for the very first one that he ever did, which was just exciting to have him here. But, um, yeah, Scopely jumping on board the hype train, full tilt and whirl, buddy. Like, full tilt, right? Uh, Gregor, I'd like to get your reaction first uh, and then uh, invite some other players back into voice and, and reading uh, some of the text. Uh, what do you think? All right, Because it sounds to me like territory capture is kind of everything we hoped it would be and more uh, in, in, I'm, in my opinion.
2: I'm seriously wondering how manageable this is going to be on a mobile platform, though.
0: Well, that, I guess does that sound bad? I, I no, like, I don't think that that sounds bad. Uh, I think that it it does have some merit, but again, depending on the UI, you know, we go back and we look at. Um, we look at a couple of the screenshots that he showed, okay? Uh, Really, I don't know that it would be, truthfully, much different than the Armada screen. Like, if you click on Armadas now, you can see right there in a nice little list what uh, you have going on as far as Armadas. If you added a button like that that gave you that territory capture uh, UI, you know, everything about territory capture UI right there, I don't see that being totally uh, difficult to manage, to be honest.
2: And we like PvP, like you and I like PvP. Part of your community likes PvP. How do the people that don't like it feel about it? It's a good I'm question. I'm kind of curious to hear their thoughts. Well, because to me, I like uh, that there's the aspect, and obviously it's optional, but be, if, like, remember the screenshot where you showed minus 10% upgrade costs? That's substantial, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's substantial. And we don't even know is that the best thing? Is that a middling thing? Maybe it goes even higher. Maybe there's minus thirty percent of cost. What does that include? Costs.
5: Though is it just resources or materials?
2: Well, and I immediately saw that and thought cost efficiency, right? Like, is it a cost efficiency calculator? And then we're going to actually get a net us way less than that. Who knows? Let's see. There's a lot of questions around functionality, but if it's if it's across the board, uh, buildings, research, ship components, everything. I mean, that's huge. And so it's optional, but it's really non-optional if the rewards are like that. You know what I'm saying?
0: Well, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with it being optional versus not optional. I, I believe that everything in this game is optional. I believe, I mean, and we've seen it. We've seen players right now who have completely abandoned the Discovery arc. I've got, I, I've got players that have messaged me saying, I have not done a Flash. I will not do a Flash. Discovery be damned. Okay. I, I and and you've got players like that. I've got other players. Gregor we just did the show uh, a few days ago on Stella and same thing. I got comments from players who said, "I have not done a lick of outlaw research. Um I have not built, you know, Stella, I've not scrapped Stella. I'm not doing anything with with Stella." So, I mean, there are expansions in this game that yes can provide Either minor or substantial benefits, but it's still not required. If if all you want to do in this game is mine and upgrade ships, you can do that without having to without having to engage in PvP, without having to take advantage of the buffs, without having to to take advantage of the additional resources uh, or the researches. Is it going to cost you more? Is it less efficient? Absolutely. But there are players that uh, that believe in that mentality. So you know, I I. I disagree that players can can be forced to participate uh that they will do so at the sacrifice of the benefits offered
2: well, and it sounds like there's enough territories that i mean it what was he saying like fifty or sixty five or something and that he was counting yeah uh I mean that's enough to kind of feed the server right. right. Like, especially if you're on a low, low activity server, if you're on a high activity server, that's still a lot of, a lot Mm -hmm. of uh, opportunities to get a bonus. Uh, I, I I, li- I mean, I like the idea of it. I'm just I'm a little worried about the functional. Imp- you know, like
0: well, and, and that's fair. You know what? When we when we started talking about summons, you said, as did Mac, as did big country. And I really hate that he's not here. Uh, he would have just died today. Uh, I, I just am really disappointed he wasn't able to make it because he would be as excited as I am right now. But he has also always said the same thing as you did, Gregor. He would say that I am cautiously optimistic. I am I want it all to work and if it works if it works then I am super excited about it but if it presents itself and it doesn't work then obviously we've all got a gripe and and I think scopely knows that i mean they've gone through that before they've gone through it more than once more than more than a half dozen times they've launched something and it not work right so i i think that they're also trying to maybe potentially be a little bit more prepared for that contingency or maybe test it a little bit more before it's ready to launch listen he said they're playing it now on the test server it is i mean it's built okay they are playing it and it's working now again folks they are they are playing it on a test server that probably has 15 or 20 or maybe 50 players on it, all right? So we don't know. Panic brought up a very real point. You get two or three alliances competing over a territory, then, then lag is a huge, huge concern for me, all right? It, that's a very big concern and one that I think that we should all be – uh, cautious about, okay? Um, and, and Panic, listen, I think, Gregor, I think even Panic indicated that Scopely is concerned <laughs> about lag because it's been such an issue, you know? So, um, you know, obviously they it, it, the functionality, the mechanic is working, but they're trying to find ways to mitigate lag, and, and you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what you do about that. We've had lag for so daggone long. You know, so how do they mitigate that for this particular mechanic? I think we see if it if it launches and it works smoothly with no lag and everything functions, then I believe that there is something really exciting here uh, for us to do. Hal nine thousand is here with us, former moderator from the official discord and uh, (laughs) is prodding me saying, listen, I have something to say and it's going to hurt. He said, "It's going to hurt a lot." Hal nine thousand, welcome in to the show as the voice of dissent. Uh, <laughs> I say that lovingly. I got all the respect in the world for you, but I, I also love hearing uh, the the differing opinions that present themselves on the show. Hal, come in. Uh, appreciate you being here. What did you think of the information we received today from Panic regarding territory capture? I don't. Can you hear me now? There we are. Hal nine thousand, welcome, uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Okay,
3: my concerns are going to be what happens when it fails.
0: What do you mean? What happens when what fails? How bad
3: can this get? You know, let's look at uh, a lot of the other dates had.
0: Okay, and- so you're saying if if we launch it and it and it starts working and and lag causes them to pull it. I mean, is that is that what you're saying? Because right. I, because well, yeah, hey, you know what? <laughs> Problem introduced, problem resolved. I mean, we had that at the beginning of Discovery Arc 1 where they literally pulled the entire arc for an entire week. You know? So, I mean, I, I think if, if something like that were to happen, if it comes out and it's literally so broken that it is non-functional, then I imagine that we that we pull it and we get to work and we get back to the drawing board. Um, You, you know? However, that isn't what I had to say. Okay, well, yeah, please, come on. <laughs> yeah. All right. So it'd be what, about two ago that we were talking about soul summons stuff. And yep, yep, you're one of the players still, that's, that's not behind I'm still it. still very anti-discovery. However,
3: they have actually pushed a use for it outside of just going in for the stupid event. Yeah. So I was wrong.
0: Oh, oh my! Oh, holy. Oh, holy. I know. I've got a. I've got a new sound effect. I've used it like three times today. Y'all like it? <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I've used it like three times. I, I. I will. I'll dial it back. I don't want to overuse it. Okay. I don't want to overuse it. Uh, yes. Uh, so you know, let's talk to that point, Hal. Let's address the players who have indicated mm-hmm. that they have not want not need not the USS discovery because there are players out there folks let's let's right. address those players for those of you who have said the discovery does nothing for me it's nothing but a taxi Gregor, let me ask you this. Now, I know you're a believer in summons, all right? And Hal was not a believer in summons as it presented itself in Arc 2. But now we see territory capture coming out. And even though the function of the ship is the same, the practical application of that ship has now gotten even more involved. Uh, What do we say to the players who at this point right now all right, to, to these players right now who have not begun to work on their discovery and begun to work on summons, what do we do? How this was a question I asked you last month. What if you give it up yeah. and I come back to you and say, hey, listen, all right, here it is. Now what? Now what are you going to do? Now what? Now I'm going to scrounge up $106.23 and buy a pack. <laughs> you are Scopely's number one customer, all right? And, and, and you know what? Maybe oh you know i understand i truly do understand why people said that they were not interested in pursuing this arc i get it some people do not have problems with warp times uh some people do not have a need if they're not big pvpers they don't have a need to summon those ships in real time but now yet another use another application of this ship you know one thing that we did not get from panic and and honestly i don't know that he would have answered it for us uh if we did ask but how long are these territory capture windows like for example is this uh god forbid and and you know knock on wood here and i'm not exactly sure how i feel about it but is the territory capture window is this another iteration of a style of burst event gregor or Ripper, welcome to the show. Ripper, what do you think about the capture window? If we go back to the graphic that, uh, and again, one single image, okay, but a lot of information can be taken from this image. If we go back to this graphic that, that Panic shared, and we take a look, we can actually see a few timers on the map, right? We can see a few timers. We see one timer on the eastern side that's down as low as two minutes. Uh, southeastern side, we see one that's 16 minutes. We see one there right above it that's four hours. We, uh, we go above that, we see 47 minutes, one hour, 21 minutes. Are these the capture windows, or are those, per, by chance, how much time is left on ownership of that territory? We don't Look exactly at the next know
6: the graphic that he shared, DJ, the one where he had the two zones laid out. The next takeover is in three days, twelve hours on that one.
0: Right, but the question that I have is how long does a takeover event last? How long are these points accumulating? Is it a fifteen minute event? Is it a one hour event? Is it a twenty four hour event? Um and are we are we going to probably take the number one piece of feedback that we sent during arcs one and two, which was hey, we're not huge fans of the burst mechanic, right? We're not huge fans of this 15 minute window Um, so I'm a little bit concerned. If I've got a concern, that may be it chick. How long is the actual capture window? You see what I'm saying? That has me, if I have any major concern that may be it how long is that capture window? Is it 15 minutes? Is it one hour? Or could it yeah. be 24 hours? And I, by the way, 24 hours is a long grind. 24 hours is a long time to defend a territory from anybody coming in. You're literally going to need people on around the clock, right? You're going to need people guarding, patrolling, sitting on the nodes. You're going to need people there around the clock if it's a 24-hour event. But that would remove the complaint of the burst mechanic. How do we see that presenting itself, folks? Any theories? Ripper? Defending is a bad word to use.
6: Well, look at the second territory on the second graphic that Panic shared. It shows a takeover time active and 12 hours, 23 minutes left. So, so you, one could assume it's more than 12 hours.
0: So Okay, so you think that that is an active takeover. Okay. You don't think that that's... Yeah, that, look at the design
6: uh, to well, the yeah. left of your takeover. That's the same icon they have on the map.
0: Well, and, and you're right. Under the Tholis Gamma, it says specifically next takeover. So you could presume that and okay. Alpha is in the middle of a takeover window. Okay, I can see that. I can see I mean, that. That's
5: a work-in-progress screenshot, so I guess that's probably something they're going to tweak
0: a lot. Could be, could be, Ripper. Let me ask you: do, How do you see the takeover window presenting itself? Do you feel like it, it is going to be a flash event, or do you see this being a twenty-four hour kind of uh, kind of event here?
5: It's probably going to be more like a twenty-four hour thing.
0: I can't see this being less than an hour. For example, I hope you're right. I, to be honest with you, I hope you're right. I would rather I would rather log in when I can and contribute how I can to my team. Than uh, again, being being engaged in this burst style mentality, and and for the record, I'm not a, I'm not opposed to the burst events, okay? But I I, I also like want burst events. I do too, I do too. But I also want the majority of the community to be engaged. I want them to be able to play. If if it's a 15 minute window with a four day cooldown or a four day ownership of that territory, I don't want players to disengage because of that. I I and want it them to be just doesn't
5: make any sense. Like if you have a multi-day cooldown on something, and then you have 15 minutes time to capture something, yeah, it's just not gonna work.
3: Yeah, ideally you'd want it to happen on a uh, Saturday to Sunday in a 24-hour time frame, and you'd have the territory for six days, and then it would reset on a Saturday to Sunday.
0: I'll t- I'll tell you this, Wham. I don't see all territories being seven days. Uh, he he made a mention in the very beginning of the interview that the territories were going to have different styles of value, right? There was going to be like a, uh, for lack of better terms, like a level one, a level two, and a level three type system, and that also presents itself on the first graphic. Look at the at the territory maps, and you see these diamond shapes. All right, these diamond shapes to me would indicate the level or the tier of that territory but on the other hand it's also interesting look at uh on the right hand side there guys in that like that brown one you see corva alpha which appears to potentially be one territory right but you've got a couple of these different indicators as to what tier it could be most notably in the northwest quadrant of that territory you see three diamonds as compared to two diamonds throughout the rest of the same territory. So what do we think that that could indicate and do we expect that the timers or the cost of the takeover and therefore the buffs and or services provided by a higher level uh, higher level territory may correspond with the rewards and the buffs that we get. Uh, like Sliver says, Tier 1, 2, and 3. You know, there could be – there's a lot of, as Gregor said, a lot of details we don't know yet, uh, including how long they last. DJ in
3: in, uh, territories for other uh, uh, Scopely games, usually there are sub-territories. I, I would guess at a glance that's what that Corva Alpha thing is. You get like little bonuses for e- holding each sub-territory, and then once you take over the full territory, you get the major bonus for the entire territory. That way, you get rewarded for disputed territory as well as holding the entire territory. That that would be my guess, anyways. Well, whoever plays Call of Duty or Halo, they know this mechanic. It's the same thing.
0: Well, and and so good. All right, good. If this if this is going to mimic or uh, or feel like uh, territory capture from uh, that that may be familiar to some of us, okay, then that is uh, th- that's probably a good thing, right? That's probably a good thing. So, uh, I beca- and and that's the same reason that Panic came in here today and said, "Hey, FYI, this is what is coming because we want you guys to start be- getting ready." And and I have to say, let's not that it's a pattern, because this has only been about a month and a half, Gregor. All right, But when they made the announcement about summons, pfft, dude, it was here in two weeks. Pfft, right? When they announced summons, it was here. Like that. Boom. Close your eyes.
2: Here's here's one mechanic that's bugging me that he talked about, which was a ship in, in a system gathering uh, capture points. Right. Um, because What's your first, I what's your first imagine, thought? I can already imagine the speed crew vidars. Hell
0: yeah. Yeah. That's that's the first thing I think of. It. If I'm I, getting I points I almost
2: think they have to make the ship in the system and not moving to capture points. Because speed vidars, oh my god, can you imagine? I mean it's gonna be fifty of those things running around a system.
0: <laughs> Callus has got one them. up on you. How about a speed crew on a Rialta? Wow. You'll never catch it. You'll never right. catch that ship. And and so uh, you know, here's why I'm not opposed to that either way, because that Gregor is a mechanic that allows the lower level players to play against a level 50 player. I mean, that it, there's nothing to me that completely levels the playing field. If they get points for simply being in the system, all right, then they can compete against you by by outrunning you, which is exactly what I have said. With Gauntlet, for example, it's exactly the mechanic that I've preached about when doing your dailies or doing faction hunt, all right, is to just be aware of your surroundings and outrun your enemies, all right? Kukar says he said time on a node. He did. There's, uh, he also indicated that time in the territory is going to contribute points, so there's going to be more than one opportunity or more than one way to accumulate points. Sitting on the node is going to give you a higher factor of points, more points or, or faster accumulation of points, but you can also get points by just simply being present in the system. Jerry Bra- uh, Jer Brownie says they'll probably assign a warp range that prevents access by Rialtas, but Jerry Brownie, we also already know that summons will allow a ship to come in and violate its warp range rules. You can summons a Rialta to a warp 120 system, all right? So that's why a, a Rialta is still a valid piece of strategy for a level 30 player who's going in against a level 50 player. I part- I'm not necessarily opposed to that mechanic gregor that may be that may be frustrating to you. all
2: right? No I mean it's gonna be frustrating to everybody because everybody has Rialtas everybody has Vidars, everybody has speed crews. But so it became, it the, becomes higher, the, the higher
0: the higher point value comes from the capture nodes. So if I'm able to sit on the capture node with a Rialta, then I'm gonna get those extra points. But let's say that you're chasing me. you're chasing my Rialta. I'm getting points at, say, a rate of one per second, for example, like Panic said. But you may have another ship sitting on the capture node that's getting five points per second. You see, by, by, by having power and sitting on the node, that gives you your advantage. But it gives me the ability to compete with you by, by simply being able to outrun you. You see what I'm saying? By
2: numbers. By numbers. And
0: if I've got five players outrunning you, then I have equaled your one ship on the capture node. I actually like how this kind of maybe levels the playing field a little bit. Maybe. Again, we don't know how it's going to present. But if this is how it presents, then I'm okay with that because it's going to give the free to play an equal shot at competing with a big spender. You know, and
2: and well, the the other issue is going to be if you have twenty four hour windows, how is that going to affect the rest of gameplay or their arcs or events? Well,
0: if you're focused, priori- yeah, on prioritize your time.
2: System,
5: you have to find a balance. I guess. yeah,
0: find a balance. Prioritize your time. Work in shifts. You know, uh, hey alliance, I need I need two hours to go do my dailies, and, and then I'll come back and I'll be on guard duty. I mean, this is as Panic said. Also for scopely going to be kind of a social experiment you know how are interactions between alliances gonna present themselves? how are the strategies and the uh, and the points of attack or the or the or the education on this event how is it going to affect the way the players tackle this event? I mean for example, I could come in and try to compete with you Gregor on on a territory, but if I've got 35 players each with four ships, in there, outrunning you, then we're going to get more points than you and one of your teammates. You see?
2: Well, sure, but I mean, I've got six docks, so my I'll outship you, anyways. Do you know what I'm saying?
0: Well, that's Regardless. true. That's true. And there, and therein lies the advantage. Uh, the uh, one of the that li- therein lies one of the advantages that you have as a spender, as a spending player. But it doesn't guarantee you the win. I, and i I ain't gonna lie if If this is how it presents, it sounds about as fair as it can be, to be honest with you.
2: Well, it sounds very swarmy, right? Like what I mean by that is you're each player is gonna try and take that key system, right, because there's gonna be some key systems, and then it's gonna be how many ships can you stuff in that key system that are fast that you can run away with, right? So you worry about the lag issue. Well, there is the lag issue. Well, I agree.
0: When you make it a numbers game. 100%. 100%. I agree. Secondly,
2: if this is a 24-hour window, everybody better go buy a third or a fourth juice pack for their phone. (laughs) <laughs> uh, to keep it charged because yeah. if you're complaining about screen time i'm not sure this is going to help that no, that's but, true Sco-
0: scopely reduced yeah. screen time this event they said okay you guys catch up on your sleep because it's getting ready to get intense all right but again uh again this is going to contribute to uh choice you know do players determine it to be worth it uh and, and listen if there are that many territories I would imagine that there are some teams out there that will say, hey, listen, let's compete for a smaller territory because we know maybe potentially that we're not going to compete with Gregor's Alliance. We can't necessarily compete with Gregor's Alliance. So let's take a subpar territory that's going to give us something for our our takeover coin instead of nothing for our takeover coin. Does that make sense? You know, so I I think that that there are ways and – and alliances are going to have to measure up, and alliances are going to have to do a checkup from the neck up as to what they're capable of, which is also going to drive coalitions of alliances uh, or strategies of alliances to maybe not challenge the number one alliance and take on a territory that might not be the top territory in the game.
5: Um. So I, I think they. It, it seems to me they put a lot of more... A lot more thought and effort into this than many other features that we got. I, I don't so disagree. New content. Yeah, I don't disagree and, with you, Ripper. Uh, recent behavior seems like they would be willing to change a lot of things of new stuff they introduce. So if it, something turns out to be not so great, I think they would be willing to uh, rethink and
0: change it uh mandagar gaming says d j you go for less and be more and more behind i I don't know that that's a valid comparison uh you you could go for less and and have the mentality that something is better than nothing you know because listen let's face it, you're already behind if you're a number fifteen ranked power alliance compared to the number one ranked power alliance so i I agree with the mentality that you know hey. If there is all-out war with the number one ranked alliance, then that's going to be a harder challenge than competing for a territory with the number 13 ranked alliance, okay? I I agree that that would be a more difficult challenge. But the mechanic, at least as we predict, the mechanic exists for that alliance to be competitive with the number one alliance if they can outman them. And this comes back to activity, active players, active alliances, and comes back to, you know, the players who are going to log in daily and contribute to their team versus the players who log in once a week casually. So well, the, you know, the
2: biggest shift I see here is they're moving from a maximum six interactive level alliance event, which would be an Armada, to up to whatever your alliance count is, interactive uh, alliance event. Right. Yeah. So meaning that we've we've had solo solo contributor alliance events, but we've never really had interactive alliance events where you're cooperating with your team on something.
0: Moxabian says, says you can't outman the number one alliance. That's how they're number one is high levels of activity. And I don't disagree. But again, we're talking a 24-hour window. So we're talking coordination. We're talking planning. And can that alliance supply the number of players needed at that particular time? You know, so you listen, I, I don't have to come in and destroy Gregor's ships. I just need to come in... And use the mechanic to score more points. I need to be sneaky. I need to fly in at the top of the system or the bottom of the system. I need to have a speed crew. If I know that I'm going up against Gregor, I know I can't defeat that pylon. then I just need to outscore him with time. You know? I need to outscore him with time.
7: I have a question. What about the PvP brackets? Because if you can swarm just the system with low-level players that you cannot actually attack, it would be also a pretty bad thing for, the, for it.
0: Uh, well. So you're saying you're saying if a player comes in, rephrase your rephrase your comment. I, I'm, like, I'm missing it.
7: For instance, you're putting a level twenty uh, player in the circle for capture the point, the the system, and then Gregor cannot attack me because he cannot attack level twenty players. What about that?
0: Well, maybe. Uh, range and variety within your alliance or where the multi-alliance uh conglomerates or uh you know uh corporations uh, for lack of a better word where 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 an alliance can have friends that can come in and help clear the lower level players I mean you know I, I don't disagree again that's a, a part of the mechanic that's going to present itself and and arguably is an advantage for lower level players and again that's kind of my point that I'm making is it seems like this event as Ripper said has been very well thought out. Uh, and and seems like it's going to provide a decent balance for free to play and lower level players to be able to compete. Uh, I don't think that you know the the argument is going to be well. It's a whales event. I I think that they
7: I already I already see exploits because making like level twenty player account it's not a problem and it's you can do it in quite short time and you can just multi box couple of level twenty players put it in the regions and capture it well and yeah. bigger players well, just well. cannot touch it assuming they'll be
3: able to get to that territory in the first place
0: well panic did say that warp ranges were going to be pretty reduced for these territories uh, that's my point <laughs> yeah um and, and so if if players are going to be able to get there then you know again maybe maybe this <laughs> i don't know that this would but maybe this speaks to the server needing some lower level players you know, and, and if it's alt accounts, then you know, so be it. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it, with, within terms of service, within the agreements that you signed on by downloading the game, you're allowed to have alternate accounts on the same server. So would this, quote-unquote, technically be a bad thing if Gregor has a level 20 alt account also flying in, in, the, in the game? It's going to actually uh, encourage some diversity within the Alliance. Or you know,
5: just remove PvP ranges. Problem
0: solved. <laughs> I, I would I would remove
7: PvP
3: ranges in the in the region Well, okay. So or, or everybody gets the same level ship when they enter the zone. No. And the only thing difference. Only thing difference is your research, just like any other shoot 'em up game that you play online or on the Xbox I don't or think PlayStation. It's
0: technological possibility. Let me let me let me ask you. All right, let me ask you. It do you wrong. believe that it would be better? To remove all PvP banding in the territory zones to allow everybody... Okay. Yes. I agree. Blokimon actually says the same thing. I don't think you could band it at all. Okay. Uh, Trek and Chick, on the other hand, says uh, leave the game mechanics the same. Padawan says it is totally fair to have the PvP ranges. That's why they're there in the first place. So... It's I, fair, but for
7: base riding, not for PV region territory claiming like this. Because is, you can okay. just create 100 level 16 accounts Uh-oh. if you can make it there and just capture it, and nobody can touch it except different 100 yeah, level players. But,
0: but I was, those players have to be in the same alliance if they're going to capture. You see what I'm saying? If they're going to capture, they've got to be in the same alliance, and you're not going to clear out half of your actives to bring on 30 level 15 accounts. Yeah, but 10 to 15, 20, fifteen, twenty—it's not a problem. Yeah, but
3: good luck getting those added to a server. Half the servers are full; you can't even join them.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know about that particular
7: idea, but for my server, it's not a problem. One hundred sixty is still open.
0: Stevens and Aaron making, also
7: making alt accounts. It's not a problem there.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, well, that that could be a side effect that we that we need to explore. Um, personally. It would be a very, very interesting mechanic to remove PvP banding inside these territories. I mean that that would allow again it to be the most fair I, and, and and guys, when I say fair, I'm not talking about you know me being unable to take on Gregor's Pilum. I'm saying fair as in they're giving me a way to score points that does not involve PvP
2: boarding parties. Boarding
0: parties. <laughs> Everybody say we're There you me. go. <laughs> All right. Arian and Bombastic are, are saying the same thing. Merge and fill. Get the alliances ready. And maybe that's what Scopely's doing right here by saying, hey, folks, this is what's coming. It's time to start prepping. We, I mean, we've seen this type of communication before. It's reading between the lines. We saw it with Crucible of War. We've seen it with Apex. Guys, Scopely is telling you what your alliance is going to need to be able to do, and now you have to prepare your strategy. This is not something that you need to start talking about on day one of Territory Capture. You need to start talking about it now. What is going to be your team's plan?
2: I don't know. I think we need to get more details first. I I think we're just kind of like theorizing on a bunch of stuff.
0: Maybe. Oh, yeah, of course. Maybe, maybe.
2: I'm not going to create a plan. I mean, we don't even know what the content looks like yet. Well, Panic we mentions, totally uh, than we
3: suspect. Uh, mentions World of Warcraft a lot. So yeah. if you play that, it should be the same mechanic.
6: I think we can start having the conversations with our alliances, though. You know, people who have alliance mates that don't listen to this show need to take this content back and start the dialogue.
0: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I like but it. But about That's what? Right. <laughs> Share it with everybody. Coming?
6: About about Could what everybody go great alt. No, but you are you telling me you don't do this, Gregor? You don't come in and participate in DJ's show, and then go back to your alliance and tell them what you heard.
2: No, I told. I gave them the link to the show; they can get on and listen to it if they want. Well, maybe uh, I'm just
6: a good team player, but I take notes back to my alliance, and we start talking about this stuff. Well, we and some some players, yeah, we want to focus on. Yeah,
0: that's really funny. Some players do, and and let me be really clear before anybody before anybody thinks that that's a jab. Gregor contributes more to this show than he takes away from it. I promise. Okay, like Gregor. Gregor is pretty dang on smart when it comes to the mechanics of this game. So so, uh, but but that is that is a potential plan, right, Chick? I mean, some players will take this back and, and say, gosh, you know, hey, this is what was talked about. And, and just FYI for the record, all right, none of this has been released into the community yet. What we got today was truly first access. All right, this is not in the Game Center. This is not in the official Discord. This is breaking news and i'm actually super i I did not expect this today i did not gregor when i called you earlier this morning and we were talking about show topics we were going over the questions that we were going to ask panic this was not on the docket for today i am so thrilled to death that it presented itself because i mean for for a multitude of reasons one we got a ton of information all right, we we've got we've got stuff to talk about now. We got stuff to think about. Uh, we got stuff to get excited about. And the fact that he chose to do it on this show just makes me even more excited about the the, the future of this show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like like this should be a really damn good downloaded episode. Like uh, this this one should. Oh, be, yeah. this There's one should a be a record breaking I mean, download. Yeah, this should be big. This should be big. So yeah, I'm excited for a multitude of reasons, but but yes, there was information here that is nowhere else in the galaxy, folks. And so yes, I, I agree with Chick in the regard that, hey, you need to share this. We need to listen. Sliver says, Yeah, we could tell DJ. I was totally taken by surprise. Sliver, this was not the plan for today. And it was not. I did the same thing I normally do, and I sent him questions. And and just like Mac had said in the middle, and I had kind of mentioned uh, as we were going throughout, guys, we didn't we didn't hardly ask any of the questions that were on the list. Like Borg Latinum Antique Refinery was on the list. Hey, can we remove transwarp cells from the Borg Latinum Antique Refinery? That was going to be a question today. Hey, uh, have we revitalized or have we discussed changing the contents of the thirty day chest? That was on the list. When can we see the next officers added? a transporter pattern redemption that was on the list we didn't get it we didn't get to that because panic gave us something better and i am thrilled to death for it thrilled to death for it kukar says okay is this next arc or are we having discovery arc three honest to god i don't know okay i i don't know what the plan are what the plan is i i actually thought just like you know, we've seen all year, I kind of thought that we were going to have a Discovery Arc 3, but then Panic says very, very soon. And and if I'm going to be super hopeful, if I'm going to be super optimistic, when we found out about Summons, it happened in two weeks. All right? And now he's being very forthright and talking to us about this, even mentioned that he's going to be publishing articles and videos over the next several days and weeks. All right? Guys, territory capture could be here sooner than we think. And if that's the case, then... You mean tomorrow? Well, well, no. This arc is still happening, right? Don't we still have a couple days in this arc? But I'm telling you, this could be coming sooner than we think. I don't know that Panic would have come and given us as much as he did if this were still 90 days away. I just I don't know. Yeah, Kukar says he, he acted like he was ready for it. And Scopely could be ready for it. They're playing it on the test server they're playing it now
2: what i thought was interesting is he said he had players testing it
0: yeah that was interesting as well i wonder if he means like actual gameplay players or if it's just you know devs with player you know you know player accounts that are that are playing i, I don't know i don't know is there is there anybody in the known galaxy and and they probably wouldn't answer anyway they're probably under nda they're probably sworn to secrecy is anybody actually playing on skopley's test server I would love to talk to that player. Love it, because I don't have any knowledge of it if it's happening. I have no knowledge if that's happening. Goodness gracious. What a show. What a show. Folks, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to wrap up, because we are at our time. We're going to wrap up. We're going to give away some sport drive components, and we'll get ready to get out of here and uh, and just just chew on this a little bit. Let's, let's just mull it over. What did we get today? My gosh, it wasn't a nugget. Today was a full-on New York New York strip, cooked medium rare with a, a twice-baked potato or maybe, maybe a loaded baked potato, like with all the stuff, like the butter and the sour cream and the bacon and the cheese and the chives. Yeah, this was, this was a full-on 16-ounce New York strip, buddy, with a, with a, a baked potato fully loaded. And maybe maybe a side of broccoli or asparagus. This was a big old meal and a dessert. We got a slice of cheesecake. That's right. We got a slice of cheesecake with the strawberry drizzle at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And a nice bottle of wine, Gregor. What's your what's your favorite wine? What goes well with the New York Strip? Like a like a good a stagger home. Yeah, good a good red a, like a dark red. Yeah, we got that's what we got today, folks. We got a a classy five star meal today. Thank you, Panic. Thank you, Scopely. Goodness gracious. We're going to take a break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live. We'll be back in a moment.
3: This program is made possible in part by a grant from Crust Toothpaste, the toothpaste that doesn't remove plaque buildup, but does polish it up nice and shiny.
4: Welcome back to the Airline Fight Network, where the action is really taking off. We've got a Southwest passenger who boarded a flight to Chicago without a mask. He's arguing with the male flight attendant. Now he shoves him. Female flight attendant ejects him from the flight, and the crowd goes wild. He's coughing on random people, and now a big right hand from the fat guy in the aisle. Three German tourists jump in, and there's socks and sandals everywhere. A woman with a mullet belts him with a laptop, and he goes down. And now the Top Storm onto the plane to get it under control. Somebody forgot his mask, but he brought plenty of extra baggage. Hundreds of punches were thrown. Talk about a connecting flight. When we come back, a maskless passenger boards a Spirit Airlines flight in Detroit. That's going to be a big hit. I see what you did there. More when we return on the Airline Fight Network.
0: necessarily really maybe a halloween song but it was a it was on the top 10 popular halloween songs list uh disturbia because the video is all kind of messed up and stuff too uh yeah so uh, (laughs) there you go your bikes are potted back up welcome back to the show my name is ultimate djs this is talking trek live star trek fleet command's official podcast i played the halloween theme song literally during the last break so I I couldn't I couldn't play it again, and I played Thriller last week, Kukar. All right, I, I try not to do a lot of repeats. All right, I, I try to keep it kind of nice and even. Uh, welcome in everybody. Appreciate you guys being back. We are already over our time, but uh, we'll we'll try to wrap up here in the next few minutes uh, and and upload it in one shot. I don't want to break up today's episode uh, because it was just so so on good. I, I I feel like you got to listen to this entire show. Uh, start to finish And and honestly I think once people Start to listen to uh, Once people start To listen to it uh, They're not going to stop This is This is a really Engaging episode Royal Power says This whole podcast Is a repeat over length Um I'm not sure if that's a nice thing or not. (laughs) It it is always a little bit too long. I shoot for the two hours. Now, the last episode was like two hours and four minutes, so I was pretty good, okay? I was good on that one. But, yeah, I try to shoot for the two-hour mark, but sometimes we hit it and sometimes we don't. We're already about seven minutes over schedule. Uh, right now, like as of this minute. We still got to play a game. So, hey, your mics are potted up. I'm going to give you guys a couple of of minutes to react, offer your commentary on everything that we heard today, and then we'll get into our game and give away some spore drive components because, obviously, those things are ever more important even now. Now, Those things are – I mean, if you're going to want to use Discovery – and you know what? Some people were making fun of me, Ripper. Some people were making fun of me saying, why – Would you want to save your cultivated mycelium? I even said it on the last show. You remember I said, I'm warping to the burst events because I don't want to use my cultivated mycelium. I've been saving it up. And not because I knew about this, but just because I kind of felt like there would be something more. I kind of felt like there would be a reason. For example, I did not contribute to the jumps statistic that uh, panic was talking about. I didn't contribute to that because I used it. Uh, I, I mean, I used it some, but I used it lesser, obviously, than others. Forty-seven hundred jumps. Forty-seven hundred jumps. I mean, that's huge. All right. So I, I didn't. I didn't do nearly that. I mean, I've probably jumped, Gregor. What do you think that you've jumped? Because I, I've probably only jumped hundreds. Probably. You think hundreds? I was going to say maybe a hundred for me, or maybe a hundred and fifty. You know, so I, I, I don't know. I, definitely not 4,700. Goodness gracious. Raxnar says, I've jumped a few hundred times. Yeah, I mean, Phew, goodness. All right. Last, uh, the floor is yours, community. Three minutes on the clock. The floor is yours. Commentary, feedback, questions or concerns. What do you guys have?
3: He said you, were are going to explain why the leaderboard is showing four times less points than I have.
0: Yes. Okay. So uh, let me read this to you. The leaderboard is two hours behind folks. Okay. Here's what they're doing. They are running queries. This is being done manually, okay? So for those of you worried, I would have hoped for maybe some type of a script or something, you know, automated, <laughs> but it's not. It's being, it's being manually, manually scripted. So what they're doing is essentially, uh, I think what they said is every two hours, uh, every two hours they're taking a snapshot, then they're, they're uh, merging the data, and then they're uploading it. So it is two hours behind. Um, so just be aware of that. It is two hours, and every two hours it will update. So basically, at uh, you know, right now if you look at it, I would presume that it's it's shortly after four o'clock my time. So I would imagine that there was an update probably here about fifteen minutes ago. Um, And then there's not going to be another update until 6 p.m. Eastern time. They're updating it every two hours. So the first two hours of the event didn't even show up. OK, and again, remember that this is being done via script. There is not a way for the servers to feed this website uh, in real time. So they're they're doing it. uh, They're doing it in a scripted fashion, Wham. So uh, but here's what you can count on. Okay. here's what you can count on the discover or the rescue discovery officers event leaderboard that's happening right now that score is your score they're using the exact same scoring mechanic all right so that's why they're running that event that is the leaderboard for your server so there was a silver lining here you're actually getting paid Twice, All right? If you you place on your server's leaderboard, then you're getting paid there. And then if you place in the Galaxy leaderboard, then you're going to get paid there as well. But, yes, the mechanics are two hours behind, which is going to make it extremely difficult for the very top placeholders to know where they are come tomorrow around event reset. I mean, you're just not going to know. This is an event, Wham, where you just got to go until your fingers bleed. Because in real time, you're not going to know where you are. Okay? You're just not going to know where you stack up. Because this leaderboard on the website is two hours behind. Okay? Uh, two hours behind. Now, um, <clears throat> let me see. Uh, we got about two minutes left. Quick Thinker says, the communication for this event was awful. You know, I, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. I mean, we knew the event was coming. And they also said, I mean, if you looked at the website, the website told you exactly what the scoring mechanic was. Uh, the announcement said it was a, a one-day event. The website said it was a one-day event. And then when they put it in the Game Center, they said it was going to be running alongside the, the Rescue Discovery event, which was also 24 hours. Uh, there's no card. Well, QuickThinker says there's no event card in the game because this is not a server event. This is a Galaxy event. So the server event is the Disco- the rescue discovery officers leaderboard which is using the same point mechanic and has the same start time and stop time as the galaxy event basically what they're doing is they're taking the rescue discovery event and taking those placeholders and then you know just running a query and then ranking the top 50 players for the galaxy leaderboard it is you know it it is that's what it is, all right? Now, some people feel that it wasn't communicated properly, and, and sure, I think it could have been a little bit more clear. I, I definitely think that, that they could have maybe uh, spelled that out a little bit better, but I, I also I drew the correlation. So maybe I assumed a little bit, uh, and, and this time it didn't bite me in the butt. <laughs> all right, sometimes I assume, and it's bad. Uh, this time I assumed, and, and I was right, but that, that's what I assumed was that those events, you know, that's what that event is quick thinker says you shouldn't need to look outside your game for game events quick thinker the one thing i disagree with on that is that the event card is in the game rescue discovery officers is even the name of the cross server leaderboard look at that screenshot wicked witch just posted it's literally named rescue discovery officers it's the same event Okay. And those points, by the way, when you and and you can take a screenshot, all right, you can validate it, your points on that leaderboard in game are going to match the points on the website when it all when it all shakes out. OK, so um, and and listen, Panic even said this is a very early iteration of this. There are some technical limitations on using it, you know, in more depth. But this is something that they're going to work for using more in the future. And personally, I find it refreshing and kind of exciting. So, um, you know, it is something new, you know, to to applaud them. Uh, on one point, it is new, it is different, and I welcome that uh if i'm going to give you the constructive criticism, yeah, the event could have been uh spelled out a little bit more in detail and and sure, it would be great eventually in the game to get a full galaxy leaderboard, but I don't think the tech exists for that to be honest with you i don't I don't think the tech exists for them to show other server scores in your server so Major Choco says the event was advertised to only 39-plus players, and uh, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. All right? Now, on this server, anybody can play. Like, on your game server, anybody can play. But as far as this leaderboard, it is is 39-plus. Okay? So, and again, Regis says the same thing. This is no different than any other leaderboard we've ever had. You can either grind to compete, uh, or spend to compete, which this one is not a spender's event. This one is definitely grinding. Uh, so, you know, I mean, <laughs> whoever can literally click as many reds until they until they bleed, uh, that's, that's who's going to win this event. Me personally, I, I told him even up front, I said, I'm not going to – I can't compete because I don't have the time to do it i just can't compete I don't have the 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 level of time to commit to an event like this, so this event wasn't for me, and again, like Regis said, you can choose to compete or not. This is not an event that's designed for my play style so i'm not uh I'm not there. But to their credit, listen, there should be some communications there should be some some discussions amongst your game servers as to what you can do to help support your grinders from your server because they modified the announcement, folks. All right, everybody tomorrow, everybody in the galaxy is going to get a 24-hour bonus refinery starting tomorrow. All right, the winning the top five servers, and by the way, I don't mean the top five players. If the top five players all come from one server, they're still going to go down the leaderboard to get the top five placing servers, and they get an extra three days so a total of a four-day bonus refinery folks your alliances should be communicating as to how to support the grinders how to support the players representing your server this is not um, an alliance versus an alliance event this is a server v server event and your entire server will benefit from the effort of a handful of players All right. So, yeah, I mean, you got to call us. Send them Red Bulls and Snickers. All right. Because we've got a couple of players on my server that are playing Wham. You heard just a moment ago, he's competing. All right. I can think of three or four other names on my server that would probably be competitors in this leaderboard. I will personally see what I can do to help them, you know, or at least stay out of their way. All right. Because if they are successful then my entire server is successful. And the difference, folks, is one day of a bonus refinery versus four days of a bonus refinery. Okay? No, Neo. That's the way it read originally was one day plus two. And they modified it today. It is now one day plus three. One day plus three. Fisticuff says no one minds that much. Come on. All right. Let's uh let's let's prove it to Fisticuffs. How much raw materials are you guys holding? Because by the way, to max a 96-hour bonus refinery, you get ten pulls. Ten pulls times one hundred and fifty thousand materials. To max it, that still only requires 1.5 million plus your normal daily refines. So again, I go back to what I have always preached. Two million is sufficient. Two million is good to have in the bank, and uh, you, a lot of you guys can have it. Fisticuff says I got 1.4. Um, yeah, you got three million from Callus. Uh, <laughs> Gregor has 158 million weirdo. (laughs) Gregor, you weirdo. All right. Uh, Arian says, I'm holding 3 million of each. Okay. So folks, that's, that's what I'm here to say. Now, listen, some of you guys that are holding 3 million, you might burn your entire stock load, but isn't it worth it? If you can burn all, all 2 million of what you're holding, isn't it worth it? Because I'm here to tell you guys on average, on average, if you maximize with triple pulls for 10 pulls of a bonus refinery excluding your daily your normal refines okay if you get 10 triple pulls out of your bonus i at ripper you tell me if you think i'm wrong i am going to guess i am going to guess on a very conservative number by the way i'm going to guess 500 G3 Uncommon for each material. That's my guess. And I personally, I think that's low. That's only assuming 40 Uncommon on a triple pull. And a lot of people pull more than that. Alright? Shinjo is est- actually estimating 600 to 800. I think that's probably a little aggressive. Alright? But I would estimate approximately four to 500 of each material if you're able to max this bonus refine. So... Yeah, yeah. This is valuable, folks. This is a great prize, by the way. That that you're doing nothing to earn except for somehow supporting the grinders on your server. Okay? I mean, how how do you support? Wham, what can I do to help you? Learn node etiquette. And uh, actually spawn other
3: nodes so that more spawn with me so I have to minimize moving my ship.
0: There you go, guys. There's a strategy. All right? Work with your grinders. Go into those systems. Fill the system so that there's somebody on every spawn point and clear those spawn points so that he can sit on a spawn point. Do you hear me? All right? Great strategy, Wham. Thank you. All right. Not to call me out, but uh, if uh, Ingram and uh, Great Depression are listening, you're messing me up. <laughs> All right, and we do. We do have a couple of players on our server that are competing, and these guys should be working together. All right, these guys should be working together. So if you're in Ingram's Alliance uh, or uh, or uh, Great Depression's Alliance, let's let's coordinate here. Okay, let's let's get it together. Let's work together. All right, because there's a strategy involved, and you can do your part to contribute to the Grinders' path and get them to represent your server and get a four-day bonus refund because i mean hey wham i'll do any i'll if you get tired tonight i will zoom call you and i will dance (laughs) on a pole to keep you awake all right
2: wham Wham, what is your expected
3: amount of time you're going to spend grinding well uh, it's sad but i'm retired so i'm usually 18 hours in a game Uh, 18
0: hours (laughs) which is why i'm not competing folks (laughs) okay that's why i'm not competing but i will do my part to help all right my
3: horses dogs and chickens take the rest of the time so
0: (laughs) there you go 18 hours he said major that's what he said holy bananas and that is actually more relevant than you think (laughs) major holy bananas is right wham don't you think holy banana. All right, guys. Uh, any other? We went. We went over our time. Gregor, any last closing comments? Wham? Any closing comments? Uh, Wham? We haven't. We haven't checked in with you. Anything uh, real quick? You got to react on uh, from territory capture.
3: Uh no. And uh, like I said, it's it's a typical uh, capture the flag mechanic, just on a larger, grander scale. Anybody that's played a shooter or a WoW or anything like that has done this before.
0: Um, it will be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I am looking forward to it as well. Uh, Gregor, anything to wrap up with, or are we uh, we good? I think we're good, brother. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are over our time, but let's go ahead and give away some sport drive components, shall we? Let's do it. (laughs) Alright, for those of you joining us for the very first time this is very much like a radio show we play games we give away prizes every single episode i would highly encourage you to to stay on this discord all right and uh, tell your other friends to join the discord because we give stuff away all the time appreciate our first-time listeners for being here thank you for being a part of our community and hope you had a good time here today vita is our bot up and going Let's check very quickly. We've got 111 players streaming live right now. There we go. All right. If you get picked, I need you to very quickly be thinking about your partner, OK? Let's go ahead and pick a player right now. And elementOP OP, congratulations to you. elementOP <laughs> I'm going to give you an opportunity to choose your partner. Choose your partner. And uh, that way, we can get through the game very quickly. Elementop is our first player today, and he gets to choose a partner. <laughs> I don't even know. Has he picked anybody yet? Yeah, Well, we'll turn on slow mode as soon as we get our players. Can I go Jayberg? Hey, Elementop, welcome. And Jayberg, you are the chosen one. All right. Elementop is in voice. I love it. Very good. All right, guys. Slow mode has been activated. Slow mode is here. And j Berg, you have been chosen. J Berg says I have to play in text, and that's completely okay. J Berg, I'm going to go ahead very quickly and throw you into the isolation booth. Don't panic. Don't leave. You're not going to hear anything, but you did not lose connection. We have just hidden you away. All right. J Berg, throwing you into the isolation booth now. Say goodbye to J Berg. We'll see him back here in a minute. Goodbye, J Berg. All right. Here we go. Yeah. All right, P. congratulations. Welcome in to Talking Treks Family Feud. You know the rules. You are playing in voice. You're going to have 25 seconds to answer five questions. We've surveyed 100 players, and the top five answers will be on the board for each one of these questions. I am going to start your 25-second timer. After I finish reading the first question, your you and your partner must combine to get to 200 points. And if you do, then you win today's prize of 250 materials or sport drive components for each of you. Are you ready to play LMNOP? Yes. All right, here we go. 25 seconds on the clock, and here we go. LMNOP, I'll begin the timer after I finish reading the first question. Name an article of clothing that is usually only worn by men. Name a job where it would be okay to yell at work. A chef. Name an animal that would be an appropriate mascot for a team of marathon runners. Cheetah. Name a specific object on which you might see the word caution.
3: Wet floor sign.
0: Name a way that you can track down an old friend. Facebook. All right, very good. Plenty of time there. Well done, sir. Well done. All right, let's check your answers, and then we'll bring J Berg in and see if we can get you guys to the 200 points. All right, name an article of clothing that is usually only worn by men. You said a jockstrap. A jockstrap. Survey says? Very good. On the board for 27 points. Very good. Name a job where it would be okay to yell at work. You said a chef. A chef. Survey says? Not on the board. That one's not on the board. Let's uh, let's take another one. Name an animal that would be an appropriate mascot for a team of marathon runners. You said a cheetah. You said a cheetah. Survey says? Very good. And the number one answer at 44 points. Very well done, P. All right, number four. Name a specific object on which you might see the word caution. You said a wet floor sign. A wet floor sign. Survey says? On the board for 10 points. Very good. And you said, Name a way that you can track down an old friend. You said, Facebook. Facebook. Survey says. Yes, on the board, and the number one answer again with the Internet. The Internet, 41 points. Very nicely done. LMNOP, good job. We're going to bring your partner back in. Your partner is Jay Berg, and uh, he is back. So somebody uh, keeping up the points. and Chick says that your partner did pretty daggone good, Jay Berg. All right? Your partner scored 122 points. All right? 122 points. Now, Jay Berg is playing in text. I have opened a private message with you. All right? So uh, you'll need to answer me here in private message, and he has. And so here we go. You have 60 seconds on the clock. Once I finish reading the first question, your partner had 122 points. You need 78 to be a winner. Here we go. Jay Berg, name an article of clothing that is usually only worn by men. An article of clothing usually only worn by men. All right, name a job where it would be okay to yell at work. Name a job where it would be okay to yell at work. Name an animal that would be an appropriate mascot for a team of marathon runners. Guess again Guess again That answer's been guessed Alright Name a specific object On which you might see The word caution An object where you might See the word caution Very good Name a way that you can Track down an old friend Name a way that you can Track down an old friend Guess again The internet has been guessed Guess again You got five seconds left, and good. All right, we got an answer. Very good. Excellent job, my friend. Let's check your answers. Let's check your answers. All right, so Truck and Chick, he, uh, he got 122 points. They need 78 on the board. You guys keep up with this for me. Let's check your answers. Name an article of clothing that is usually only worn by men. You said boxer shorts. Boxer shorts. Survey says. Yes, on the board, and the number one answer at 41 points. Very nicely done. Name a job where it would be okay to yell at work. You said a construction worker. Construction worker. Survey says. Holy crap, he got it! That's it! That's it! Construction worker was the number one answer at 43 points. And just like that, without even needing a J Berg, nicely done, sir. With only two questions, you got the 78 points needed to get to your 200, and you are good. You are good. Congratulations no, Gregor. <laughs> Gregor says, wait, aren't you supposed to get to 200 without going over? No, that's not. <laughs> that's not it. Congratulations to OP and Jayberg. You guys are winners today. 250 G3 or G4 uncommon parts or materials or 250 spore drive components are available to each of you. PM your player ID and what prize you would like, and we'll get you set up. Taking a look at the number one answers, gosh, they got most of them. Name an article of clothing that is only worn by men, or usually only worn by men. Boxer shorts was the number one answer. Name a job where it would be okay to yell at work. A construction job was the number one answer. Name an animal that would be an appropriate mascot for a team of marathon runners a cheetah was the number one answer name a specific object on which you might see the word caution a road sign was the number one answer and finally name a way that you can track down an old friend the internet was the number one answer congratulations guys your winners on talking tricks family feud fast money ah very good All right, we'll play again coming up on our very next show. You guys, all you got to do is be here listening live for a chance to play Talking Trek's Family Feud. If you're not able to listen live, then there is still a game that you can play. Come on into our Discord. If you're listening in podcast form, join our Discord by visiting our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.online. And for those of you in the room right now for the very first time, why don't you scroll on up just for a second? Take a look at our Spam It room. Inside the Spam It room, you are able to post anything. You can post a joke. You can post a meme. You can post a uh, an emoji, any character, anything at all that you post. Then you have an opportunity to uh, get registered to win 500 G3 or G4 Uncommon Materials or Parts, and that giveaway comes up one week. From today, you got one week left to get registered in our Spam It game. 500 materials, you got a chance to win. Drawing for that is Wednesday, November 4th, All right, Make sure you guys get on over there and do that. I appreciate you guys all being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. This has been a live taping of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Would like to say thank you to our special guest today. Community Manager Panic was here for the October State of the Game, and what a great job he did. I appreciate all of our contributors. Ripper, you for being here. Gregor, thank you. Wambulance, thank you for being here. Appreciate all of you. Omar, thank you for contributing. Be ready. Shout out to you, buddy. Thank you guys all. Truck and Chick, your moderators. Wicked Witch, thank you. Steven Zarin, thank you, sir, for moderating this crazy crowd. All right. Appreciate you guys all being here and uh, being a part of the fun that is this show, Talking Trek Live, which is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. Please visit our website, TalkingTrekSTFC.online. That's TalkingTrekSTFC.online for your chance to get links to all of the show's past episodes. You can share episodes right from that website. You can get the link to our Discord. You can also support the show financially if you so choose by joining our patron program. And at this time, I'd like to thank the patrons of this show. Thank you, Gregor. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Bankman and I, Big Big country. Trash Panda, and Doom, all gold supporters of this show for uh, for $5 or more a month. That's all it takes, folks, $5 or more, and you can be a gold supporter of this show. Hank, uh, Chucks, Grunt, Pops, Dark Lord, Stevens, Aaron, JB, Ahab, Energy, Fukum, thank you for being gold supporters of the show. Hi, I bombed you. Thorn. Virtual Army, Jayburg, Morgul, DJ Gurr, Red 2, and Honey, Just Skippy, Aseas, Dunk, Bojack, Ape, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Jason, Tabby Moza, Regis, McRock, Lady Kess, Frank. Gallo, Engineering Free Philly, Hudson, Doc 31, Morpheus, Fartasia, Nick Burns, Camp, Coulter, NC, Jet Ski, Wingnut, J Filler, Fluffy Puma, CCXN, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names Rock, Leonidas, Olfino, Space Sheriff, Rexnar, Striker, V-Ready, Jerry Ryan, Indy Dandy, Quack Fu, Mr. Fusion, Callus, Kingo 101, Nostromo. Silent Stabber, Commander Taylor, Zama Darks, Blue Mandalorian, and our newest gold supporter Moxavian. Thank you guys so very very much for supporting this show. My name is Ultimate DJs. We're going to see you again coming up this Sunday. This Sunday it'll be a late taping. Unfortunately, I got to work, all right? We'll see you this coming Sunday evening around 7:30 Eastern Time here in the United States. For talking Trek Live. Love you man and see you later. Bye-bye.